What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Spawncast uh, episode uh, 50. Evan, what episode is this? God. 50. <laughs> I'm going with 54. No, that's not right. It's 55. 55. All right. I was, all right. That's not bad. 55. I knew it was in the 50s somewhere. Uh, so that's not too bad. We actually have a lot of stuff to go over the, uh, tonight from this past week because a ton of stuff happened. We have two guests with us tonight, although one of them seems to be a regular more times than not with uh, OJ from Player Essence. How are you doing tonight, OJ? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on again, dude. Yep, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And then we have uh, Jordan. Uh, Jordan Fringe. It has it on your Twitter, just your first and last name. Is there anything else you go by or just Jordan? Just Jordan Fringe. Yeah, nothing crazy. Very good, very good. He's over on uh, YouTube, does uh, a lot of video game related uh, stuff as well, obviously, since it's on the podcast, so make sure you check him out. Do you want to let uh, let everybody know what you do uh, on your YouTube channel, though? Uh, I mainly talk about whatever gaming stuff, anything that's like pop culture that I love. Right, right now, it's Spyro and Pokemon are the big things I'm covering back and forth. Uh, but yeah, that, that's mainly what I do, and I stream quite a bit. Just, nice. You know, so you're going to have a lot like of stuff that. to stream when Spyro and Pokemon actually come out. Yeah, I'm actually going to start streaming the original three Spyro games here within the next couple weeks and do everything in them just to prepare up for uh, Reignited, which then I'll just be full time streaming that, honestly. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, man, it looks good for Spyro fans. Beginning. Oh, yeah, guys, I, ch I checked out his channel, too. Um, I didn't know who he was before, and I checked it out. Um, really good channel, guys. So check it out. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, thank you for your videos. Yeah, I just I just got caught up. I had to watch a few of your videos. Good stuff, man. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And then we have uh, let me have. Of course, Dreamcast guy over there. He's been he's been kind of in hiding for the past week playing yes. God of War like crazy. So he, yes. he pretty much played through it twice, I think you said. Yes, because there's uh I beat it and then I tried just because I know people are gonna ask, I tried on the ultra, ultra, ultra hard difficulty they have. No, I can't beat it. Oh my <laughs> freaking it's so it's one of those games that's rewarding, but literally if you make one mistake in a battle, you're dead. It is yeah. just that hard. It's fun, but man, it's too much uh, for me. I uh to, no spoilers, but was it was it that good of a game like everyone's saying? So far I'm having a blast with it. I, like I said, I think I'm like five hours in and I'm enjoying it. Um, it is, I have to say, I, I try not to use the word masterpiece too much. It is phenomenal. And, and in a way, it almost feels like a response to the series. Like, it seems like they tried to take the few things that were not great about the series and improve upon them. It is definitely the same Kratos. Don't expect him to, like, skip through a field putting flowers in his hair. This is still old, angry-ass Kratos. And yeah. he just happened to have a little kid who is also a total badass. Cool. Okay, yeah, we'll talk more about God of War when we get to yeah. our thoughts and everything for it. But uh, I'm excited to, to get into it. And then uh, Sean is done fighting the the labo robot <laughs> that's that's put away now How, how's it going tonight sean it's uh, it's good it's good but yeah i um i broke up with labo I, I just not for me i can definitely see the appeal for many but just not something for me so i'm gonna go back to just playing actual video games instead of cardboard stuff i think you would have had actually a good time with the variety kit i think I'd that's a bit more yeah hmm. i think you would have liked that can you you got that from amazon right just uh box it back up and send it back in say it's defective right it didn't work <laughs> like i had to assemble it i was yeah, you know what's really funny i wonder if amazon i didn't check uh if they should have something that's like expert assembly how they do that where you can have your couch and stuff put together oh, they should have one of those for labo that'd be awesome <laughs> I, I, yeah that would have been really good yeah, just send it back dude amazon's great because you can just send it back even if it's like open so you can't do that with like other places but you can do that with amazon so yeah just see if back. they'll trade it for the variety kit like i said you would you would like the variety kit some of the stuff in there is not like they don't have like pulleys and all this stuff going everywhere um like the piano i think i put together just used like one rubber band and that was it yeah, this this was like there, they man. There was washers and <laughs> bolts and strings, and 
uh, it, was, it was it was just too much. It was too much for me. All right, we'll talk a bit about Labo as well when we get when we get a little further. Uh, but then we of course have Evan. Uh, yep, Evan Evan is here tonight. Um, back uh, and he's going to give us his thoughts on Ease Eight. How far, really quickly, have you have you gotten in it? I I don't feel like it's that far. I just got to the fourth character you can use in the story, and I've been playing it for hours. I mean, you do have to fight uh, some of the bugs in it to try to like reboot and stuff, and go back through a lot of the story just to get back to where you were. But it's pretty good. It's actually really enjoyable. Cool. That a lot of us are looking forward to it on the uh, on the Switch in particular. Um, I I just I didn't get it on the Vita. Um, I, those are the kind of games I'd like to have portably, but the Switch seems perfect for that game um and unfortunately the, the pc versions had some some rough times so oh, we'll yeah. talk a bit about that as well though um so let's uh i guess let's just jump in with what we've uh what we've been playing oh we do have a new sponsor though welcome agent kuato did i say that right kuato probably not but Seems legit. oh man <laughs> uh welcome though thanks for thanks for sponsorship evan's actually gonna get some emojis together uh oh, hammers yeah. and whatnot so um no. I don't know if we'll ever have as many as OJ. OJ has a ton of emojis on his channel. Um, good ones <laughs> yeah, you, too. You gotta, you gotta like as you get more sponsors, you gotta earn them. But as you stream, you know. But yeah, we got we got a lot of emojis on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there though. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll, we'll have yeah. some fun stuff on here. I guess definitely hammers. Absolutely. Not, so. Absolutely yeah. What's that? What's everyone playing this week? Anything good? Let's talk no, games. Not, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I'm holding it in my hand, but but nothing. Not yeah. nothing. Yeah. Nothing good. So ever, is that, I mean, has everyone been playing mostly God of War since it came out on Friday? Well, Max had it like at the beginning of the week, but for the most part on release, has everyone just been playing God of War? Yeah. Except for Sean. Sean has not bought God of War yet. It's wow. because it's because I got I got South Park sent over for the Switch, and it's like, I mean, if I buy God of War, it's just going to sit there because I got to review this in a timely manner. So after I finish South Park, I will be picking up God of War. There you go. There you go. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. It's uh, it's worth it though. It's worth the sixty bucks. Um, yeah, it's hard to find games that are worth it nowadays. That one definitely is. Um, yeah. but I mean, is that what mostly everyone's pretty much been playing <laughs> this past week? Is God of War? Yeah, yeah I actually yeah. got Horizon Zero Dawn, but it's still wrapped up because Best Buy had it for thirty dollars. The complete. Nice. Oh, so that's that's complete with the DLC. Yeah, I never, yeah. I never did the DLC. My girlfriend did it though, and she said it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking at it. and I'm like, I kind of want to play it, but like, gotta work. Gotta play. Yeah. Gotta work. You, so know? you haven't but, you even played Horizon Zero Dawn at all yet? I played a little bit of it at okay. the beginning, but I I just didn't have the time because of Breath, like Breath of the Wild. I didn't buy it right at launch. Then Breath of the Wild came out, and I just took it back because I got it from Amazon. So I just I just I just sent it back. I was like, I'll pick it up later. And then the DLC came out, and I was like, you know, I'll just buy it later. You know, when they do like the complete or whatever, like when they do like the game of the year edition. And that's exactly yeah. what they did. Yeah, Breath of the so Wild they, came out like three days later or something like that, didn't it? Yeah, it was. They were close. They were close. Yeah. So I already knew what was going to happen. You know, I was <laughs> like, you know, like let's just take it, just send it back, and just play. You know, Legend of Zelda, and I just picked it up later. So. So yeah, I'm happy now, but it's it's still wrapped up, still wrapped up. So I can't wait to get into that. But God of War first. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. God of I, it's it, God of War is an interesting game because they definitely changed the character heavily. If you if you check him out, like it's so different now from what he was. He actually has personality yeah. now. So, uh, but did, have you noticed, Max? You can tell me this as well without spoiling it for people in the chat and everything. Mm -hmm. Does the game the game feels less violent than usual? God of War, doesn't it? Um. Y yes, because I feel like nothing bleeds. That's like something I've kind of noticed is a lot of things happen to be like when you later on, you start fighting like uh, ice monsters and you can't use your axe on it because your axe is frost. Right. Yeah. So when you rip them apart with your bare hands, since they're frozen, they don't shoot out blood at the most. There's a couple of fabulous little snowflakes. But yeah, it definitely it feels uh, less violent, but also just a lot less bloodless. I think that's kind of what helps it. 
Yeah, it's almost like they didn't want the. They actually wanted to try to have like a, a story with emotion, and everything. And they didn't want the like a massive amounts of violence to to kind of get in the way. Because with God of War, like you go back to the old ones, and it's always like violent, like he's ripping people's eyeballs out and stuff yeah. like that, and just doing some crazy stuff. But um, we never really knew Kratos as a character. We just knew him as this guy who just went around like just murdering everyone. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's yeah. Uh, that's actually something I really like about this new God of War. Uh, like Ascension kind of gets into who he is a bit, but I mean, yeah. who played who played that crap? You know, yeah, <laughs> I'm actually, no, I, I played it. I'm, a lot of I people. Like, I played it. A lot of people hate that one. That's actually considered like the black sheep one. The one people yeah, are kind of like, yeah, but I I thought it was cool. Yeah, because you learn about Kratos more because you learn about his beginnings and everything. I'm, I played yes. every single God of War. You know, Which, I, I played the PSP titles too. You know, I, and see, that's my thing is I actually don't like the God of War series overall, but I liked Ascension because we finally got to see some character, and I think that's part of the reason why I love this game so much was the fact that it's like, yeah, let's let's see Kratos deal with hard times. Let's see mm. him choose choose not to kill somebody. You know, let's let's see Kratos not just be a machine all the time. I you think know, that's. That's probably one of the. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, you're good, dude. Um, I think one of the the best things about this God of War game is the fact that whatever happened between three and and now that that story that it just kind of puts you in it really doesn't explain. I mean, I haven't beaten the game. I don't know how far back it details everything, but it just puts you in this world. It kind of gives you a detailed run of what happened, like right at that moment. But you know that he is a more trying to be uh, a calmer person and look mm -hmm. after this 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 kid. And it's 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 severely like it, it brings a level to a character that I wasn't expecting. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, Kratos, he's just gonna oh he's angry, he's gonna rip stuff apart, and he's just gonna go crazy. But in this game, it's like when they use those moments, there's actually a, a depth behind him going insanely angry. It's always over like if someone comes and grabs the kid. He goes nuts. It's never like he's yeah. re reserved, and I, and I like this Kratos. And there's like there's reasonings that we don't get to see, uh, but it's kind of you know guessed to be there, and yeah. I like that. There's a scene. It's very near the beginning, so this isn't a spoiler. And I like it where he ends up getting like ambushed by some like zombies, like you see a lot towards the beginning of the game, and he beats the heck out of him and rips them all apart, and then he literally turns around and there's a wild boar and it's like all right son it's time for some hunting training and it's just like he he's so much more about like you can tell his highest priority now is being a dad so it's like yeah i'm still gonna kill the hell out of all these zombies and i'm gonna love every second of it but when it's time to teach my son a lesson yeah i'm gonna do that as well i don't know it's, I, I, I love the pacing it's so it's so interesting to me that like they they subtly show that he's not fully there and he's trying to be better when there's moments yeah. where the kid's just looking over a cliff and going wow and he tries to put his hand on the yeah. kid's back and then he'll do it a couple times and then just pull away and then say something say, all right let's go and it's it's like it's touching without being like too on the nose about it and it, and it really works for this character yeah well it is so fun too because i feel like it that's the way he would it's one of those weird times where i feel like they play a bad father well. And I feel like I haven't seen a game ever try that where it's like nobody, I've never seen a game show. Let, let's have a guy who is really removed, a guy who's killed millions of people with his bare hands. Yeah, it's a little bit hard to pat your buddy on the back like, way to go, son, I'm proud of you. Instead, it's like, I will touch your back. No, I can't. No emotion. <laughs> uh, What's it called? Yeah. Drake from Uncharted. He's killed a gazillion people and was like, the best dad in the world, right? I, I was always, <laughs> especially because he's so funny about it. Like when he just shoots like 80 people in the head. He's like, all right, now let's sneak through this next area. Like, do you really have to care? You killed yeah. everybody. Just he has, kill like, everybody. Joke after he's like killed like a million. That's why I always find funny about the Uncharted series. Like, he's literally killed like a million people. He's like, oh yeah, let's go over here. Like says something dumb every single time or some stupid joke. There, so There was a time when I was playing Uncharted 4 and I swung off a rope like off the top of a skyscraper and I flew fly off and punch a guy so hard 
it breaks his neck. And the next cutscene, it's like, we should really bring snacks on the next mission. Like, what? <laughs> just kill the guy with a punch. <laughs> Oh man, they they did start with a pretty cool like they I know everybody's shown it, but there was like I guess one of the first the first person you you fight that they show yeah. very early on the the stranger mm-hmm. um that would I like that that was actually really fun that was a mm-hmm. cool that was you, a cool fight you know what's cool about that fight or just not like I said not gonna spoil anything but mm-hmm. the fact that like, you guys were talking about how he shows restraint you know I mean you see what happens at that that beginning of the, the yeah. stranger fight he yeah. like literally like, in the past he would have just rip that like there would be no like yeah. that went, went on you know what i'm yeah. saying like, like so clocks, clocks him in the jaw four times in a row and he's like you may still leave like that blew my mind i was like what <laughs> like, i would picture him just be like i'm going to break one of your fingers and then you're allowed to walk out <laughs> that's when i knew it's... i was in for something special was that fight i was like okay wow this is gonna be something different did you guys this notice is... that he would actually when you hit him he would break through trees and stuff yes. that was pretty awesome like i was yes. saying, like wow this is this is something right now i'm actually getting a 4k monitor uh probably next week yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and uh well it's a 28 inch 4k free sync hdr monitor um, so it's gonna be nice and everything, but that's where I want to see how it looks with the PS4 Pro. Then I want to see what that looks like. This is the first. Um, game I think the game is to test it with. Yeah, just especially when like not no spoiler, but a way you get around a large part of the game is with a canoe. That's where a lot of the big mm-hmm. open world sections are out on the lake. And mm-hmm. so when I'm out there, I really feel the limits of my 1080p TV for the first time, where I'm like, this is clearly supposed to be 4K. Same. And then uh, the the X of course can do uh, uh the same thing hdr and now it's got a 120 hertz patch apparently coming too so um it's it's gonna be i, I think it's about time to upgrade i don't want a big tv i'd rather have a really nice monitor instead that i can play over here it looks great on my monitor i'm not i don't have a ps4 pro yet um i'll be getting one because of some generous people but um, <laughs> like, uh but um on my 4k monitor it looks great it looks really good even on my 4k monitor so playing on the ps4 pro i think it's going to be awesome as well cool. so yeah i'm excited god of war is going to look awesome on that so I'm, I'm excited for that um and of course the xbox one x um for whenever i guess crackdown decides to come out mm-hmm. um uh so why don't we uh why don't we jump over this is all right so this is something that keeps it keeps going around and people keep sending it to me and i wasn't even really going to talk about it because if you look at where it's sourced from it's I, I I have a hard time believing it, but at least brings up conversation and it's not too out there, I guess. But this is the did you guys see the Xbox one E3 2018 supposed leaks? I, I, I had some of my users tell me about it when I was live streaming today. Yeah, yeah. I okay. heard about it. Okay. It's um it's the problem. It's it's so it comes from a uh a Hungarian website, um, GamePod, and they cite sources from none other than 4chan. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. That's why I wasn't even really going to talk about it, but everybody sends me messages about it. And I think after looking down it, I think it's because it's not like like they're not like saying crazy stuff is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um it's actually a pretty grounded list. Mm, yeah. Um and that might be the problem if this is correct, it could be a uh rather boring E3, really? To be honest, um, for uh, for Microsoft, um, you think so? With the the, per- the perfect dark, like with the third person, and I I get my yeah. pro. I guess my problem is there's I wasn't really seeing anything that was like like new. I guess or big that was like oh wow cool. Um, like IP wise, I guess. I mean, okay. they have some good marketing deals in there and everything, which is great. Um, but l- how about I go down the list for you guys and you can you yeah, can please, let me please. Um, most obvious one, uh, Forza Horizon Four. I don't think that's surprising, right? Everybody, th- you can basically set your clock to forts at this point. <laughs> uh, 4K 30, though, sure, Japan setting. 
Xbox, every, all of these first-party Microsoft ones are going to be Game Pass. Um, and apparently there will be also be a, uh, a gameplay trailer demo. Um, that's, of course, fall. Everyone knows it's probably coming this year. Uh, Starfield, that would be from Bethesda. That's, uh, that's, that's their new game. But that's also going to, I believe, be on other systems, too. I don't think it's just going to be on Microsoft, even though the list seems to say just Microsoft. Uh, Starfield, just though. It first. Yeah. What's that? Maybe they just get to like oh. show it off first. Like, yeah, like it, Anthem. Oh, yeah. It says mar- they have a marketing deal. So it'll be like one of those things where they're like Xbox is like comes after all the trailers and people. It works too. People like think certain games aren't even like I remember when Destiny came out, people were con- like convinced it wasn't even on the Xbox. Yep. From mm-hmm. what I remember. So um, that that's the thing. Scream Ride 2. Not really sure what that would be. Anyone know Scream Ride 1? I've never heard of the class. I'm gonna secretly Google and see the Scream Ride. Uh, that's a Game Pass. That must be a first-party IP from Microsoft. Oh, it looks awful. It looks okay. like you build roller coasters and then ride them, and I don't see anybody else riding them with you. It's like crappy uh, 3D roller coaster tycoon. Okay, mm. fair enough. Fair enough. Good, good. Uh, actually, roller coaster tycoon is actually coming to the Switch from what I remember. That's actually happening. This. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually <laughs> happening too. They, they're not taking funding anymore, and it's coming out this holiday. Yeah, I, I reported on it. it. It's definitely coming this holiday. If yeah. it comes out, I'm going to ignore the BS and play with an open mind because I love <laughs> roller coaster. Well, you should look forward to E3 then, because apparently they said there's a yeah. big surprise for E3. So, big surprise, is there an yeah. actual roller coaster at the event? <laughs> <laughs> they can't afford that. That's how they like, yeah. like, come into E3 on a roller coaster, like. Woo! Like, oh, I pictured a guy with a top hat walking in, like, "Hello, I'm a tycoon. This is a roller coaster. Buy uh, our game. This is it." They build it. And they're like, "All right, everyone who wants to ride it, you have to pay a lot because we got to fund paying this." Yeah, five hundred dollars a ride. Uh, the the next one is Crackdown Three, which isn't surprising because that has to be at E3, I think, at this point, or they might yeah. cancel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game Pass, but they'll also have a multiplayer beta, and then they um are saying holiday 2018. Mm. So for, wait, uh, for Crackdown, Crackdown Three, yeah, yeah that's been development. Yeah. For- that show, I remember seeing it in 2014, so that would have been almost, yeah, been more than four years, I guess, right? I've never seen it. Um, that's crazy, which means it was in development for like probably like six years then. Man. They've always uh, had that really bad back and forth, though, because of their cloud uh, processing that was never yeah. really a thing, then it became a thing, then it became not a thing, and then it became a thing. I think, they, prom- I think thing. they promised that way too early. I think they just yeah. promised that yeah. way too early. Um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, they get the marketing deal. Um, here's the thing that I don't believe. Uh game pass for that game shadow of the tomb raider fall 2018 but it's going to be on game pass that's a third party game though that's why i have a hard time believing that they're gonna absorb it they're gonna absorb the the blow they're just gonna they they have to i mean if that happens they're just gonna absorb it i mean i mean yeah that would help game pass obviously Um, yeah yeah mm. big time uh, see, see if thieves content, new content trailer, um, all that good stuff. I guess they're going to show the next <laughs> update for it. I guess um, that's, a, that's a bad thing to put on your stage. <laughs> uh, uh, Ashen gameplay trailer, holiday twenty eighteen. Um, the last night gameplay trailer, Xbox Game Pass, holiday twenty eighteen. Uh, Below, which I'm surprised. I thought everyone forgot about that game. Uh, holiday 2018 with Game Pass. A lot of these games that we're hearing right now are all 2018 games. They have 2019 games below this. Uh, Madden, they will have the marketing deal for Madden, uh, which isn't surprising because I feel like a lot of people play Madden on the Xbox anyway. Uh, holiday 2018. Uh, Minecraft, new content update that's coming in the fall. They're going to apparently have the marketing deal for Battlefield 5 or Battlefield V. Um, 
that's not a gameplay trailer. We already know that's coming 2018. Um, they've been laughing at Call of Duty all week, which we'll talk about that a little later too, because oh, Call yeah. of Duty is making some weird decisions right now. Right now, we're gonna yeah, we'll, we'll go over that. Uh, Metro Exodus. We already know they have uh, the marketing. We've heard about that. A gameplay demo, holiday Banjo Kazooie anniversary. Um, I'm not really sure. I guess that's like kind of the remaster that we get for things like Spyro and Crash, maybe. Mm-hmm um game pass fall 2018 I, I i like i like the idea of game pass now if, if all these first party games are going to be announced <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that's a good thing um then we get into the uh 2019 games they'll be showing uh borderlands 3 apparently they have the marketing for that Ooh, uh and then it also okay. marks that as it also marks that as game pass that's um, that's very interesting actually i i that that would cost a lot of money to go on game pass i feel like by microsoft I, I yeah. do not believe that one in the slightest. I, that's yeah. tough. That's that's a very hard one to is this, real quick, real quick. I mean, maybe, just maybe, this could be their way. Cause like I've been saying this for a while. This is what Microsoft wants to do. They want mm-hmm. to push this digital revolution. This is what they want their business to be. Mm-hmm. And if they can win people, I mean, this is the type of stuff that they can spend the cash on instead of actually getting like first party games. Like yep. this is the type of stuff that they can spend the cash on to win more people over. They're not winning Japan. They're not winning Europe. They're just going to do the best that they can here. So, I mean, I'm, what, I'm, what I mean by winning is like, they're not going yeah. to like sell a lot more. I mean, yeah. they're going to do not in Japan, but in Europe, they'll do whatever. Get but, people um, signed up though, you know, get their money. Get, ex- but it's not as far fetched. It's not as far-fetched as, as you know. The, so my thing is, I live right next to Gearbox Studios. I occasionally get to, like, talk to their playtesters about, like, they, they whisper about Borderlands 3, but I've never seen a screenshot or anything. That studio isn't giant, but they've made, like, a billion dollars, no exaggeration, off of the Borderlands game. So if Microsoft is coming at them to put it on Games Pass, it's got to be... I mean, they're paying them hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, it has to be an extremely lucrative deal. I just don't know. That is seems it, so crazy. Is it too far-fetched to believe that, like, with games, like these third-party games, like Borderlands 3 and, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, that Microsoft, when they uh, show it off maybe at, at their conference, saying, play the first, you know, two hours of the game to yeah. try it out exclusively with Game Pass, and then you can purchase it if you like it. They give a chance that everyone gets mm. to play a part of it to hook you in to buy it then digitally on their platform. Like, oh, right, you can buy it digitally for a discount. We'll even make it 50 bucks instead of 60. You could buy it digitally right now. Like EA Play. Or I, yeah. I 100% believe that we may, this is just a pull inside of my butt right now, but I, I believe that it could be possible that we start to see games added for a time to Game Pass and removed from a time for Game Pass like Netflix. So if, like they sign a deal where it's on there for six months because Borderlands yeah. earns crazy money over years. Yeah. I can understand. Yeah. Okay, a six-month deal that I can swap. Well, here's the thing: Game Pass uh, cycles games out uh, pretty consistently. Actually, at the end of the month, it seems oh, like it? more drop off and then some join. Oh, so I never see right. drop. I never see anything drop mm-hmm. off. I just saw it added on. Okay, then yeah, I yep. do believe that. Then yep. Uh, uh, new Ori, actually, new Ori, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is cool to see yeah. there. Of course, Game Pass 2019 Spring. Uh, Electric Madness, I don't know, apparently a racing game. Uh, again, Xbox Game Pass. Sounds like their Game Pass, if all this is correct, is going to be massive by next year. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the, here's one that I was... There's actually two more here that I'm actually excited for. Three more, actually. Splinter Cell, uh, a full reboot, open world. They have the marketing. First on Xbox, fall 2019. Um, Splinter Cell, I actually think, makes sense with Xbox. That's mm-hmm. actually, believe it or not, I look at Splinter Cell and I actually relate it to the Xbox brand for some reason. I don't know why. Well, because it was it was it's exclusive. For, 
It was exclusive first for Xbox. Yeah, and the PS2 port was so famously bad. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I know I actually played Chaos Theory on the Xbox, and it was ridiculous because it had like bump mapping and it looked ridiculous. Yep. Yep. Yes. Uh, the particle effects when it, or the uh, the physics when like curtains were blowing in the wind. Oh my the, god. The, sh the shadows and the light were really like good on the X, the original Xbox. So I loved Chaos Theory and the, the first one. They're all good. Uh, the next Xbox. one is apparently they have the the marketing deal on Anthem also. So, well, yeah, uh, right. Next one. Well, yeah, that's already been revealed, right? Pretty much yep. that they. So they'll, they they'll have that revealed. gameplay demo fall 2019, and then uh, I guess the next two big ones are um, uh, Halo Genesis. It's a full reboot, split screen, new engine, Warzone 2.0. I don't like Warzone that much. Multiplayer beta 2018 teaser trailer, and it's coming out fall 2019. I like the idea of split screen coming back because Halo Five having no split screen was one of the dumbest things I ever heard. So, Halo yeah. Genesis being a reboot of the, the main series games like an it's, actual like start over point yep seems it. like it that's what it says here anyway okay. it's like just a full reboot so i, I guess like it in the restart. god of war style then like don't bring me back to the beginning just give a new story but make it new on its own with the same characters i hated five it took the characters and said oh you want yeah. master chief nah he's not in this game you get three levels with him he's not <laughs> in this well my my fear is that they follow up because the ending of five was so bizarre. If we pick up with wherever Master Chief is, and that's Gen uh, that would no bueno. I want to just redo all of that. Uh, next one is one that Evan want to pay attention to. It's Cyberpunk Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. They'll yeah. have the mark. They'll have the marketing, but they'll also have a full trailer. Uh, no release date. Uh, they're somewhere in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty for that game. Um, and then they have uh, Joanna Dark. Uh, Third person action teaser trailer holiday 2019. Holiday 2019. Okay. That's what it says. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's on. a yeah. I mean, I mean, if it is, you know, I mean, we haven't heard anything about it, so I guess yeah. I get why that wouldn't. I mean, as long as it sticks to that release does, schedule. Does it say who it's um, made by? Like, I know it's Xbox, uh, but, I don't know, but like, wow. does it have the developer it, of it? It doesn't. It doesn't now. It doesn't have developer for any of these. Um, I don't know, I'm a little cautious on that. I don't know if that well, one's real or not. Well, that's no, a I mean, lot. Of, that's a lot of games, though. If that ends up being correct, now that I'm reading it out loud, that seems like a like a, a lot. We we are going to see Perfect Dark. I don't know. Yeah, if I think Perfect Dark. I mean, and everything's saying that Coalition has been working on it, which are the guys who did mm -hmm. the Gears of War remake. We so. remember we talked about that. They they there was this like website that that talked about them working on something, and then they pulled back real quick, and they're like, "Oh no, we weren't we're not working on anything else. Just just Gears." Just gears. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dude, that would be on. dope. I would love the, I would love the Coalition to make a, a Perfect Dark. Yes. Make, yeah, that would be good. Well, especially because that's a really fast, really fast, heavy third person shooter, which is what that game needs to be, in my opinion. Like, yeah, let's let's give her some stuff to shoot from. Yeah. yeah, let's. Uh, that'd be that'd be really cool um, if they did that, and maybe they shot for a decent like frame rate and everything. Because it doesn't say anything about being open world. It seems to be open world games that suffer from like have frame rates at thirty. Mm -hmm. I think um, I think sixty is has is like right there for it. That'd be really cool to have that at a high frame rate and everything. Um, I you know what I look at this list and if this is their actual list, uh, I think they would do pretty well at E three because they actually have games that are only on their system. Of course, with PC as well, but. Uh, I would be okay with this if this was their E3. I would look then and say that that's a solid E3. Pretty I'm Game bad. Pass heavy. Pretty pretty Game Pass heavy. I mean, but you know, I'm okay with those... that. I mean, I, I'm fine. I have Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bring them all. I don't care. <laughs> I think they need a big reason to sell it, and that's. I mean, it makes sense. Push it as much as possible and make it look as great as possible. Yes, I'm kind of worried yeah. about Perfect Dark, though. I mean, the last it's only been <laughs> yeah. two Perfect Darks. One was. 
good and one not so much. I hate per I hate Perfect Dark Zero. <laughs> I absolutely hate that game with passion. I love Perfect Dark on the 64, but Perfect I really hate it. Well, I guess technically. I, I tried to like it too, guys. I tried to like it. I tried to play. I played it through. I beat it. Beat it again. I really tried to like I, the game. I, I remember when race. I first when I first got that when I first got that game. Uh, my friend got it because he got his 360, and that was the first game he got with Call of Duty Two. I remember we just liked it because it looked like it was shiny. Yeah. You know, yes, it looked yeah. amazing. It did. Like, look this good. is ridiculous. <laughs> I haven't I haven't played it since launch, but at launch we loved it. Me and my friends played through it, and when you get to the end, and their dudes are wearing the glass armor, and you shoot them, and they shatter. We were like. This is the future. Yeah, but then we then we started to realize how bad it was, and we turned off the Xbox and plugged the in the game. Mario Strikers more. <laughs> the first time I put in that game, and like within the first level, like 15 minutes into the game, there's like this area where you get trapped, and it, it game breaking. You can't get out, and you have to restart, and it, it just kept happening. I was like, I can't. I didn't even get past the first 15 minutes of the game, so. It, they, it was terrible when they came out with rare replay they turned that because that's in rare replay they turned the multiplayer servers back on for a bit and when you'd oh. go into it it basically becomes an xbox 360 controlling like launch xbox 360 controls to try and snipe people the rest <laughs> the, 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 it was it was stretched widescreen it was so oh. bad you know it'd be really one. cool for an announcement at e3 It'd be cool if they said that they were turning the some of the servers on for some of the older original xbox games that are backwards compatible i would love that that. in skies yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something like that, you know? That would be awesome. Oh, man. I would like that. They didn't, also, I noticed this list says nothing about a Master Chief Collection update that's supposed to be happening sometime soon, or at least an announcement for it. I'm a little surprised that that's not part of it. Maybe it would be, and this is just a list that somebody made up for all we know. Yeah. Um, it's 4chan. It's the name of the game. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. But honestly, this list has me a little more excited about Microsoft's possibilities at E3. Because um, last year, if you remember, they rapid fired a lot of games. The problem was a lot of the games weren't like exclusive to them. Like, I mean, technically any of them because they're all on uh, PC technically. But um, I'm going to be really curious. Keep an eye on that Halo game to see if it makes the jump to PC as well. Mm, yeah, because that's the, that's the only game really tech other than Sunset Overdrive. But no one plays that game anymore. Um, for Halo, Halo is like the last game really left. It's only on the Xbox. Um, and I'll be curious if they want to keep it there, if they want to actually move it to PC. Okay, uh, Labo thoughts. Sean, let, let them know. I mean... What, what, what do we see here with the robot? I didn't get the robot kit, so I can't speak on it. But it, it, it's, it's not for me. It's okay. like... I, I. But then again, you know, I guess it depends on what kind of person you are. Like, when I was a kid, people were like, didn't you play with Legos? And I was like, no, I didn't. I would go outside. I would play a video game. I would ride my skateboard. Like, And plus with Legos... Like when I look at Legos, it's not something that like you want to get to the like, OK, you do want to get to the end goal. But like if you just want to build like the little Lego set for like 20 minutes and then, you know, walk away and do something else, you know, that satisfaction is still going to be there with, with the Labo. I, I feel like it's something that you want to assemble and then, you know, be actually able to use it. I don't know. Like maybe I'm just wrong because Jesus Christ, there were so many people bitching at me in my video, which all I said was, <laughs> hey, this shit's going to take you a long time. I didn't think it would take this long. It's pretty complex. There's no extra pieces. You know, just pretty much stating facts with some of my opinions. And then 
people just had a hissy fit over it. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's whatever. It's just, it's not for me. I'm never going to touch it again. It is sitting in a cabinet over there and I'll throw it away when I move. But, you know, $70 lesson. We'll help you put it together, man. I mean, yeah, I, we got a whole workstation. It'll be easy. I picture a collab video that's literally just RGT in the corner, be like, "This is bullshit. I don't care. <laughs> you can become the robot. Drive home as the robot." I'm looking to see like usually they tell you how long it takes to put it together. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find time. that online just to see how long it's supposed. Like I saw the okay. piano. The piano was supposed to take two and a half to three and a half hours. I think that took me like an hour and forty minutes or an hour and forty five minutes. An hour I, to put I was, together. I was uh, lurking in your yeah. comment section, RGT, because it was so angry. And people were like, obviously, if you watch the final launch trailer, it says the build time for each one in the video. It's like, people, okay, you're doing too much Labo research. Yeah, like, uh, and how the hell do you know about that? But none of my friends or none, no one else seems to know about that. I mean, I would have I would have told you that, Sean, uh, about the, the, the robot build. They actually put that out, like, a week and a half ago, I think. See, I uh, until I saw your comment section and all yeah, the haters. I had, yeah, I had <laughs> is that the only guy on the robot box? Like, is it only just the robot? Like, is there anything else? No, it's just a robot. And oh. there's, there's, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. level of no, it's just a robot. And just that <laughs> level of disappointment, yeah. dude. Jesus, <laughs> Do you see some of the stuff people are doing with the variety kit though? Because they actually Nintendo actually designed an entire programming language, and people are making some crazy stuff right now. Are they? Yeah, with the Labo Variety Kit, there's like a whole thing where you can program the Joy-Con controllers to do different things, and Ooh. people are like making some insane stuff. Like one person had like a candy dispensing machine, like they had the the Joy-Con in there, and it would vibrate and shoot some candy down and stuff like that. That's cool. Um, and then somebody programmed it so that an actual face would like move on the screen and stuff. Wow. Um, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, people are getting really like into that programming that's there, and then people are using the the um the piano to like record music and play everything. It's, it's kind of neat there. That's what I mean. I think you would have had a, a better time with the, uh, like for example, the RC car takes like 15 minutes to build. Yeah. yeah I'll be so right like, back real quick. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, like that's something I think you would have picked up and been like, okay, this will be fine. I get a little RC car. You picked like seriously, like the hardest thing to build. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like I'm telling people like I, I'm interested in the variety pack. I probably won't pick it up any time soon but it definitely seems more my style i don't know i guess maybe i just didn't think it through or something like that well, but you yeah. saw the robot and you said yes and then you didn't realize <laughs> it all has to go together first i mean i guess i just didn't think it would be as intricate putting it together like like the visor for instance took me uh, a little while and i feel like as i was putting that together I feel like um, there was steps that they could have taken in the assembly process to make it more streamlined. You know what I'm saying? It was like, fold this piece of cardboard and then take this piece of cardboard and then fold this piece of cardboard. I, and then I'll, put tell this I, I'll tell you what I didn't like, and it actually slowed me down were the instructions. Because I would actually, like for the piano, they were like, okay, we're going to assemble seven keys. And I was like, okay. And they're, basically, they're like, they're all going to go together the same way. So you show the first one, and I'm like, all right, now I'll just fold all the other ones real quick. Mm -hmm. And then I have to sit there and fast forward through all the steps. And I'm seriously in my video. I'm just literally a couple times just sitting there like this, just fast forwarding. And that yeah. took like time because I was trying to get my time under an hour and a half to build the piano. And I, I couldn't do it because the instructions just took forever. Um, uh, I didn't like it that much to do that. But um, 
otherwise it went together smoothly and the way the piano works is kind of cool where they put tape or stickers and the ir the the joy con in the back sees everything in real time and like translates it back to the switch and then it makes all the music and everything yeah wow really cool yeah like you have a knob that you turn and there are stickers all around it and that actually changes the pitch of what you're playing and then you have a button that you record with and the way that works is the cardboard at the bottom is kind of bent in like these triangle patterns so it actually acts as a mechanical spring Hmm. like yeah it's it's some serious stuff going on in there but it's easy enough for for people to understand how some stuff is like built outside of labo um when you actually build it with carbon it's actually a bait like there are people i think there are schools right now in the uk that are ordering labo kits to have in the classroom now wow that's what nintendo wants yeah Yeah. getting for education you're in um so if anyone's gonna buy labo i'm gonna tell you now buy the variety kit (laughs) don't buy the the robot one looks glamorous get the variety kit you know what i heard too is like um the guy craig harris used to work at ign uh now he does like apple ios stuff he's like on the nintendo team he was saying that the fishing game is really hype like he was saying that it's really really good i haven't built that yet yeah he said it was really good like he really likes the fishing game like Hmm. it's it's a pretty solid game i just wanted i just wanted to build the the piano that was really it <laughs> how come like fishing stuff and like all these games that like it's like the smallest thing it's like so popular like with Labo, now there's the fishing far cry people are going crazy about fishing in that when final fantasy 15 came out everyone was about the fishing it's like it's such a small part of these games but everyone loses that's their because, mind about that's it because we had fishing on the dreamcast and that was like the best and now we don't have Say it it's true I mean, go, we can yeah. go back further than that you can go back to uh, finding the highly and Loke in uh, Ocarina dude, of Time. Dude, that v- that VMU fishing rod <laughs> changed my life, man. Yeah, the VMU and like that the fishing man, like Sega Bass fishing was awesome. I had that fishing rod. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Me and my friend, we'd go fishing all the time. It's like, why I go real? You can go this. Man, you can go here. Well, like, on, <laughs> on the on modern Sega, you know, each of the Yakuza games has a different little fishing mini game, and then the newest one you can actually put on full scuba gear and dive in the deep sea and battle squid. And there's a trophy if you can battle it. the king of the ocean. Like, I what is this? I gotta what? get it. I gotta get heavy in the uh, Yakuza when I'm done with God of War. I what even are those games? Like, I swear, I've seen the Yakuza games. They just go crazy. So I, I only actually got Isn't into the last spiritual years. successor to Shenmue a little bit, Max. Yes. I think well, it's yeah. a lot of the same development team. And so what's yeah. interesting is I, I never played them until Sega just started sending me all of them, basically being like, we think you're going to like this. You might want to talk this on the channel. And it completely won me over. You can play. There is an overarching story. But and this may be controversial. I think you can play them in any order you want. Could yes, some like every game is basically a complete simulator of Japan mm-hmm. in a certain a year. You go to the certain year, and for whatever reason, the hero has some major problem. Like in the newest one, you're you're basically your adopted daughter is in a car accident. You're trying to figure out why this happened, who's at the bottom of it. But really, it's an excuse to hang out in the arcades, play games, beat up t- hundreds of people on the street. <laughs> it's so man, it's so fun. I was um I was thinking about jumping back in with uh, Yakuza Zero. Yeah, that sound right. You Zero is great. Um, not so Kuami after that. Zero is probably the best one because it, it's a little bit of a shock. I would say if you can probably play a little bit of Kuami. Okay. Because jump into Kuami yeah, then. Yakuza first. Zero is actually way more advanced than Kuami and okay. Kuami. So like, there's this weird shift. Like you have like five different combat stances in Zero. Whereas in the first one, you're kind of like in Kiwami, you're kind of just like, "Hey guys, do you want to be punched in the nads?" <laughs> I'll, I'll look. I'll ch- I'll check that out though on the on the floor, especially when I get the monitor and everything. I think it'll look pretty cool. Um. Uh. So Sean, you're just you're just putting your labo away and you're done with it for now. 
uh, I, I would for now. <laughs> like I said, I would actually, I'll actually, you know what I'll do? I'll actually give you part of the variety kit. You could try it out that way and see what you think. That would be fun. I'll give you. I, I honestly, I was unboxing it, and there's a lot of stuff put together in there. I'm like, Jesus! Like, like the, when I got the box, it weighed a lot. Oh, the <laughs> like robot I, one weighs a lot too. Yeah, I was like, geez, and I'm opening it up, and it's like just sheet after sheet after sheet of cardboard cutout yeah. stuff and i'm like man see so. that that was kind of another thing that i felt was a bit overwhelming because there was like probably i would say at least 20 plus different cardboard sheets and knowing in my head all of these sheets are for one project and i'm gonna have to use all of these sheets i was just like <laughs> it's like putting together ikea furniture man yeah um, this is actually pro- evan would have evan would have loved that evan like does models and stuff all the time he would have loved yeah. that um so i'll actually save a part one for you evan as well i can actually i shouldn't give sean i shouldn't give you the fishing rod. it has like rope and stuff to it um, yeah. we know you hate string um, you said it specifically Oh, the bike, dude! Our the the bike that you actually turned. Oh, the, yeah, the steering wheel thing. That should be pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. Yeah, man. I'll I'll give you that one. All I had to literally do is give you cardboard in the box, and that's it. Like the um the game cart. That's it. All right. <laughs> and you're good to go. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Um, we'll check that out. Uh, the, mine did come with a lot of like rubber bands and all kinds of stuff in there. I only had to use one, fortunately, for the the piano. I don't know what uses all the other ones, but I don't really want to go near that part. <laughs> Um, so it's, uh, it's good. I would look in the variety kit. OJ, I, I know you're kind of talking about looking into it. Um, you look into the variety kit. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely picking up the variety kit. I just had too much on my plate for this week. It was yeah. just, yeah. Like with, with God of war, then there was just so much other stuff going on. And then like event community events that I was doing. So I was like, I can't, if I buy Labo, it's just going to sit in the box. So let me just wait a little bit and I'll, I'm going to get the variety kit though. Um, I haven't, uh, Retsy Lopez, I haven't, I haven't put it in water. So I, I, I don't, I don't, I assume it's cardboard. That's very thin and flimsy. I wouldn't put it in water. So <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's a fun project. I think it's cool for kids or people who are just interested in learning about, um, how things are put together and engineering and stuff, because it actually kind of makes your mind work a bit when you're putting it together. Um, so it's kind of a cool learning experience without realizing that you're learning, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty cool there. Um, just know you are techly buying. Here's the thing. Um, the cardboard is actually cheap. Did you guys see that on their website? Yes. Mm-hmm. You can buy them, and the cardboard's like $8, $7, like the cutout slabs of it and everything. Um, so it's apparently it's not that. I guess the software is what a lot of the cost went into, mm. I guess. I don't know. Um, it's not obscenely expensive if you have to buy it separately. But I will say, if you go on Amazon, um, do you guys do, have you guys looked at the cardboard? I didn't realize this, but um, I know someone is actually into this. Um, they have cardboard puzzles, and they're basically three D puzzles that are built out of cardboard. Yeah, we used to sell them at the bookstore, and they actually did pretty well. People yeah. people like that. There's a weird group of hipsters that eat that up. Yeah, and it's like on Amazon, and some of those are like fifty or sixty bucks. I was like, jeez, for, for a puzzle. Yeah, that's made out of cardboard yeah. yes but you're actually a lot of times you're building like castles and catapults and stuff it's a puzzle but it's it's something you figure out on your own and it's literally building like a giant 3d thing with puzzle uh puzzle pieces out of cardboard yep so it's uh this kind of stuff's been around for a long time it just seems like nintendo took it mixed it with video games and i guess like learning and mm-hmm. put it out so there you go um i did watch people play the robot game i wasn't as sold on that i'll be honest um but uh, it looks like something that'll be fun to play, but the game isn't like, 
you know, massive storyline, overarching progress or anything like that. <laughs> it's the uh, God of War of cardboard. Yeah, it's the God. It's the Dark Souls of cardboard games. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of Dark Souls, Dark Souls was delayed on the Nintendo Switch. Ooh, that transition though. Yes, I know, right? That was <laughs> right, right. Uh, Dark Souls laid on the Nintendo Switch. No real reason why, I guess. Um, just that it's d- due to nature of causality, as they said. They did kind of talk about having to make it, wanting to make it a, a smooth, portable experience. Although I think that was just them doing PR speak to just say we're going to get it right. But the weird thing about this is it was first, technically first announced during the Nintendo Direct. Yep. Um, yep. Which is highly confusing because I have a feeling that paired with the Amiibo tells me that Nintendo and I assume Bandai had been talking for a while about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and something must have happened in the background that we don't know about for them to have to delay it because that's like almost detrimental to the, I guess, the release. It's very weird. Yeah. At PAX East, um, they had it on display there. And mm-hmm. For some reason, like you had to like book certain appointments to get like handheld modes with that. So I don't know if they did one specifically for Dark Souls. Maybe they did for like IGN and stuff like that. I'm not sure. But like playing these games at the stations, um, I don't think it was the actual game. Like like games like running slow compared to your controller inputs. But like every game had a problem. Like Crash Bandicoot was running not so good uh, when you like moved a certain way. It didn't catch up. And Dark Souls seemed a little bit like behind of what you were doing so you would die pretty easily so a lot of people just dying like constantly because the control inputs but i just think that was the tv screens or the setups that they had i don't think it was the game itself but for all i know at this point it could be when i went to one of the nintendo events um before the switch came out they had uh, they had some issues with the controllers probably because there were probably like you know 80 controllers in that room. Um, they had some weird issues at times with the one I was using at one point where I, my character was constantly running left with the pro controller, no matter what. Um, and I just had to move to the next station. So I wonder if that was either just radio signals. Cause there's so many going on there um, or, or what, but uh, it's interference maybe. Um, but that I'm not sure about that. Uh, so, that's yeah. So, so my theory is I got to talk to somebody who did behind closed doors. They're letting people run around all over the place. Uh, you were basically allowed to play for about 45 minutes of the switch version. And I, I was talking to somebody who got the master key so they can unlock doors. And they were trying to just purposely run to different areas and run past all the enemies they can to see how it ran. And they said, performance wise, it seems totally fine. It doesn't seem like there's anything. So my theory is that it's just, QA. I think that they're just trying to patch out the last of the glitches. I think it's just one of the things where they got to the end and they realized, look, like this isn't going to be ready in a month. Like we just need an extra couple weeks of QA. So I put my money on the fact that the game runs decent and it works decent. It's 30 frames a second, which is messed up for Dark Souls. But I think it's just the fact that they're afraid of a game breaking bug. I mean, the, the 360 version was like 25 to 30 frames, wasn't it? At times, it might dip down to 17. Well, to if you got in the Blight Town, you know, forget yeah. about that. Um, yeah. somebody, somebody did manage to break away from the, uh, I guess the path they set up for you in PAX East and they mm-hmm. ran into blight town with the switch and apparently it was fine. Like it exactly, ran fine, yeah. which was interesting. Like, uh, it sounds like it's, it was pretty smooth, at least the path they put you on for the most part. Uh, but who knows, like maybe it's a later level that's having issues or, or maybe it has something to do with the networking. I mean, they were going to run a full network test for it, which I mean, should tell us right there that they, they needed to work, work out some bugs maybe with that. Um, and then people also thought maybe, maybe they were waiting for the, the Nintendo online, but I don't think they really need the Nintendo online for dark souls. Oh yeah. Right? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Not that means it would, like that. 
that means it would be September then. I can't imagine. I don't think it's yeah. gonna be September. No, no way. Summer. I'm I'm thinking probably July. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. June or July. I don't think it's gonna be pushed far. Um because apparently that network test is still coming. So yeah. mm. Get- it, it it hurts though. I will say that for a lot of people who were looking to get on the switch, it, it's definitely like uh oh man, you know. Can we all point and laugh? There's a bunch of people making conspiracy theories online saying that Sony paid them to delay the game. That's a real yeah. conspiracy <laughs> theory. Sony, it's always a conspiracy theory, though, when that happens. They, though. they were like, Sony wants to make sure it sells best on their consoles so they can brag about it. So they paid Bandai Na- or they paid them to delay it a couple weeks. It's like, that's not happening. You're insane. That's no, not that's happening. Such a stupid, that's so dumb. So yeah, yeah I know. It's so oh my dumb. God. It's not even. Well, and I tweeted out how dumb it was, and all those people came out, and that tweet ended up blowing up, and a bunch of the replies are more of those dummies coming out of the freaking woodwork to be like, actually, Sony is paid for this. It's like, no, it doesn't have. This is not exclusivity agreements are not the same as you paying somebody <laughs> to delay a finished game. You're a psychopath, oh, man. And it's and it would be it'd be if a game like Bloodborne or or Demon Souls was finally being ported, then I could see any kind of conspiracy theory but yeah. when dark souls came out like that was like their one where like everyone gets this yeah so that's that's and that's an a amiibo. and an amiibo so you're trying and to an they, pay, they paid them to delay an amiibo a 40 dollar remaster this is what sony's spending their money on yeah. I, sony wants to nobody we're still i doubt it Sony no. gets, wants to get their Bloodborne Totaku, Totaku figure out first or whatever <laughs> exactly. those things yeah. are. Oh, yeah, because they're hurting for those pre-orders. When you, yes. when, you have, when you have that kind of install base, you don't have to pay for much anymore. I know, yeah, the money's printed itself. They're not yeah. pushing it. Yep, and it's not like like the Xbox uh, base doesn't really like have a good... They don't have a good attach rate with the Xbox. No. So it's not like Sony has to really worry about that. I mean, seriously, some of the Xbox games have a struggle to sell, which is crazy to me. Because um, I know that, that that system has to be over 35 million by now. Did um, you... Real quick, did y'all see the really controversial meme that IGN posted and then deleted? <laughs> That's says, so like, funny. I should have mentioned that when we did the God of War thing. I do, um, it says be- best PlayStation 4 exclusive of 2018, and it shows God of War. And it says best Xbox One exclusive of 2018, and it's blank. And people yeah. are like, fuck you, Kotaku, or fuck IGN. What's the IGN, problem? Yeah. What is the no. best? No, they did the they did the comparison. They were like, Can you spot the difference? And it was God of War on the left, and then it was uh, a blank black space that, oh. for uh, yeah it was basically like they were doing that you know how digital foundries comparisons and stuff That's i mean what they were doing. <laughs> truth hurts shit <laughs> yeah but they had, to they had to backpedal hard hard they, on that. they did they did they were Deion sanders there man they, <laughs> yeah, they did they did, they <laughs> did like three official them, bro. <laughs> the guy who posted the beam even did an official apology but like as the senior entity, uh, uh, senior manager and editor of social media at IGN, I apologize for a distasteful <laughs> meet. Like, come on, that's even that important. It's, I know, like, oh. Dude, it's, 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 it's 2018 for you, man. This is in the 90s no, anymore. That's that's I'm sorry so for making a, a joke at a console that Dude. didn't put out an exclusive besides Dude. Sea of Thieves recently. Go to like, all the Xbox channels, all of them made conspiracy videos being like, we always knew that there was a bias, but now there's not even a reason to pretend. They're like, oh, come on. That's why I'm so glad that I am, you know, that, I mean, I guess all of us are just independent people. So, yeah, like, all the I could do something like that. And so, yeah, I was like, yeah, suck my dick. Like, what are you going to do? You have to apologize for it. Yeah, right, man. 
I'm, I'm pro GameCube, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> my, game, my GameCube loyalty runs deep. My GameCube is always hooked up over here with that HDMI adapter now. Okay, just, no bullshit. Going, that's, what, so. that's what I have upstairs right now, and I've been playing Simpsons Hit and Run for, like, hours, <laughs> doing I all mean, this side missions and shit. Like, I am obsessed. You can't go wrong with it, though, man. It's you really fine. can't. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I did it pl- pop in Soul Calibur, too, though, and that looks ridiculous through HDMI. So. Told you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, that that was funny. That was a shame that it came to the point where they had to take it down and apologize and stuff. I thought that was I thought that was great. Three apologies. Yeah, you uh, can look them up. It's pretty funny. It's like, okay, guys, you didn't uh, set an orphan on fire. Come back. Yeah. Let's talk. We'll talk about Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Um, actually, you know what? First, let me get because uh, there are some people who are curious about this, especially uh, if they were looking into picking it up on the Switch or maybe even PS4 Vita um, who haven't maybe because it's kind of come into limelight a bit more with the localization on the PS4 and Vita and now the Switch version coming out in the summertime. Evan, can you give us your thoughts or your impressions on Ease 8? Uh, I mean, it's pretty good. I, I know a couple of weeks ago, we were, t- or maybe even more than that, we were talking about what we were playing. And I brought up Nino Cooney and I said I didn't like it mm-hmm. for the second one. And then I watched people light me up in chat. Um, <laughs> but this game, I actually really like. It feels a little bit closer to like what an RPG should feel like, where you're trying to generate a team that works and stuff. It has base building opportunities, it has all these layers that, unlike in Nino Cooney, when they show you, like, hey, you can build a village. It's not just the side thing that really just doesn't matter at all. It actually matters heavily because you don't really get gear a lot. You can only get uh, crafting material because I always found like in Nino Kuni, you would already have the gear by the time you could purchase it in your own town. So it didn't matter. But in this, you do want it. It's just paced better uh, beyond the bugs, though. It's definitely still buggy. I'm, they've been patching it every day pretty much on Steam at this point. You have to opt into the beta if you haven't. They had problems with the cutscenes. Um, story-wise, it's pretty basic you're not really going to experience something outlandish as far as i've gotten to so far and i'm not that far in i think at this point i've only gotten the fourth character you can play as uh what else i mean oh, oh, real quick all altero studios uh says all you guys rock thank you dude he's oh, awesome right. he drew a really cool <laughs> spyro thing for me and sent it to me it's a awesome. really talented guy um what were we saying though, Evan? Go ahead. But yeah, the East, this game for East, because I've always tried to get into the series uh, ever since we had, um, who was it, Brem, the one guy from our old store who talked about East like it was the God tier stories for him. Yeah. I, I played them, they were always kind of cool, but this one's really pulling me in a little more just because the world feels a little bit better. Um, visually, though, it's not that stunning. You're not going to be that impressed. And Nino Kuni definitely had that over we, top we of this that. current we, we kind of had some gameplay video released for the Switch, and I noticed that. I, I know it's not a graphically the, impressive, crazy game or anything. The characters are very stylized, but the world feels like a very bland and basic Korean MMO, so mm-hmm. it's kind of got that going against it, but I mean, other than that, the gameplay is just really fun since it's full action all the time. You go to a part of the map and you just fight. That's it. Like, there's no let's go into battle mode now. It's just there's stuff over there. Kill it. And that's all you're doing. Okay, so it does. There's no transition to battle scene. It's just straight up run over, hit it. It's almost like it is an an action MMO almost with stuff just in the field. Oh, okay. I like that. I'm actually I'm actually super looking forward to playing that game. Um, Joe from GameSack. Uh, is a huge East fan, mm-hmm. and um, he said it was really good. Like uh, he he really enjoyed that one. He, there was a couple that he didn't enjoy, but he said uh, it's going to be dope as hell. No, yeah, this one feels a lot better because I played a lot of the the ones that had been coming out on Steam for a while to try to get into it, and they were always kind of that top down feel. It was very basic, and 
it was okay but this this is just incredible feeling when you play it nice yeah i'm, uh, I'm, I'm super looking forward to that uh oh, dougie's asking us if we're if if we're all watching avengers next weekend yep got my tickets yep. uh yep. ordered yep at, i'm, I'm I've been to the movie theater since I was 18. So, did what? you guys yeah. see the tracking for it right yes. now? No, it's, it's like now 20 million. No, what? it's even higher now. They said the tracking is going to beat out. It's going to take the number one of all time in the states. It's going to beat Star Wars. What they're saying now. Oh, I mean, it has literally every like superhero they've been building for 10 years in this, in it's, this movie. It's going to be crazy, man. I'm excited. I got my tickets too, and I already see that almost every like reserved like seating for like any showing is like sold out almost. So it's going to be a crazy weekend next week. Yeah, I'll be seeing that. That'll be fun. Probably see oh, it over yeah. the weekend. Um, I just gotta you gotta see it quickly because spoilers are gonna be everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. and let's face it, they're gonna kill a bunch of characters. Yep, so you people see are gonna die. <laughs> so. I'm I'm glad that they actually moved it a week forward to avoid spoilers. Like everyone gets it worldwide, same day. No no ifs ands or buts. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's a really good rule. Um. So uh, Evan, you're you're pro ease eight right now. I'm pro it. It's okay. like, I mean, it definitely got downsides. It's not like a high tier game and we got got a war out. So you're already seeing something incredible, but this feels like a really good RPG. Okay. And it's definitely something I was looking more forward to because I did pay full price for Nino Cooney and hated it, but we got Jeez. this code in. Yeah. So yeah. like neat, neat it is a free game, so cool, maybe, so. but I definitely would have purchased it. Like it's one of those um, types of games. So, so question of it, if I've never played a yeast game at all, like people always say that I definitely need to pick them up. If I picked up yeast, eight, would I be able to just jump in and not be, is there like a bajillion characters who all talk about stuff I've never heard of? Uh, they'll reference things from the world that I guess is like the grander world of East, but it's not major. It doesn't really feel like it's necessary to know. Okay. Is it kind of like Final Fantasy where there are different stories or? Uh, like what do you, like uh, individual stories? I thought it was all one grand world and timeline, but yeah. like it's a huge world and a huge yeah. timeline. Final Fantasy is-, is like everything split off. Like they're not completely related, but they have stuff that crosses over like Sid, for example, is in every game. Well, but also like that. Final Fantasies are different universes. Yeah. Shared universe. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what yeah. I was trying to figure but out. But it's not like you're visiting cities that are known. The whole game takes place, as far as I know so far, on an island that's like a legendary island no one's been to. So okay. it's cool. own thing. Okay. So yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be looking forward to your thoughts um, when you're when you're to the point where you're ready to do that. I'm sure people yep. will be curious about what you think of the game, um, especially as we get closer and closer to the uh, July release for that game on the Switch, because then all versions will be out. Yep. Um, so that'll be that'll be good. I'll be curious to see what your thoughts are when you finish the game, <laughs> and, uh, see what you think with the story and everything. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about Call of Duty Black Ops Four. <laughs> um, <laughs> first, before we start on that, we are at the top of the hour. I get one well, remind you guys we're here with. OJ from Player Essence, and then uh, Jordan Fringe. Make sure you check out their YouTube channels, and then, of course, Sean RGT85, and then Max Dreamcast Guy are also here as usual. Make sure you check out everyone's channel um, and uh, go sub to them if you enjoy their content. Let's uh, let's talk about Call of Duty Black Ops because um, well, Sean was laughing. So why don't you why don't you tell us why you're laughing, Sean? Because they don't. It, it, it's just it's it's a nightmare. It it's great, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, it's it's uh, doesn't it's weird. So the, apparently there's a there's a rumor out that appears to be a lot of people are are getting this verified. That includes like places like Kotaku and Eurogamer and all these places. It doesn't look like Black Ops Four is going to have a single player campaign. 
It's, <laughs> so it looks like they're going to focus on multiplayer and zombies. No, so specifically, the reason I want to talk about this is it's really interesting. There's a really detailed leak that came out recently that's been verified, which is that they were making a campaign, but it wasn't coming together. Like, apparently, they just choose a bunch of, like, big set pieces. They sew it together, and they make it a cohesive story. They were having a lot of trouble on that, so they just canceled the story and are now working on trying to make a um, Battle Royale mode, but they're already saying internally that it's not going to hit 100 players. It's probably going to be, like, 20 or 50 what? players. Yeah, so it's like one of those things where it's like, this is smelling like a but dumpster Battle fire. Like, Battlefield's been able to do 64 players forever. Yes, I know. Well, but so it's just engine and network problems, probably. Yes, and, and network problems are what they've said in the leaked notes. But the crit that's so terrifying to me of the idea of like, if your game is, I mean, if it's coming out in five months and you just chopped oh, off man. the entire story oh, to make man. a new mode, like, Oh my God, oh, something's no. wrong. I Dude. think there's going to be a problem here. <laughs> with a studio as big, you know, especially with the backing that they have, uh, there should be no problem to compete with other Battle Royale games like yeah. PUBG or Fortnite or Radical Heights. Like, there should be no excuse to, at bare minimum, get to 100 players. And I get them wanting to have it. It makes sense for the market right now. Like, yes, put a Battle Royale, even if it's not like the major thing, if they mm -hmm. still had a campaign, put it in the multiplayer. People are going to eat that up. But as, as dumb as not having a, a campaign in there is, I'm I'm not too hurt on that because I thought Black Ops 3's campaign was really poorly put together and was really bad story. Because I, I, I enjoyed the campaigns in them, but that game was just yeah, with the robot not for people. me. Yeah, it was so it was a really weird story. And so like with four, it's like at this point, everyone mainly buys the game for online anyway. And if you're going to make it an online game, go all out, put a battle royale mode, do what you have to do, make zombies. It's a huge thing. But at minimum, battle royale needs to be 100 for anyone to get into it. Even like 80, I think would be acceptable. But like 50 people that matches over in two minutes. Well, like people I are gonna be like, oh, the game's done. I listened to some podcasts and they were basically going over the notes in detail. And that's one thing they said is we now have a benchmark for battle Royale and it's a hundred people fighting on an Island. Like, unfortunately, like anything else, even if it's even 80 or 90, it's going to sound subpar. Like we've yeah. unfortunately, we've set a standard and so many people have copied it and built upon the 100 people on an Island formula. If it's not that it is going to look subpar. They should be pushing it to like, over 100 that's what battlefield should be doing they should well, be pushing you, like 200 did you, people did you hear something. fortnite is experimenting with that idea internally right now one of the, their director just talked about that they said like we're thinking about making a bigger island with more players and just really like maybe we go 100 players above 100 for the first how time how long do we get to a point where battle royale takes an entire day to finish like a whole match takes like an entire day because there's like a thousand people world versus world it's yeah, just, like, are we just going to yeah. the point where we're actually in virtual hunger, hunger games and people well, have to, like, be at their desk playing, like, for oh days? Well, that's, that's, that's what I'm not going to be playing, I'll tell you that. Right that, that well, no, but that, that was something I've always dreamed of since I was a kid is the idea of, like, three 50-man teams and they each, like, coordinate and then they drop onto an island and then it, when you're dead, you're dead. Like, everybody has to work together. You have to heal your teammates. You have to share bullets. And the last army standing wins. So... What okay, so everything that they're gonna ship it with is basically gonna be online only, minus maybe some offline zombie stuff. Um I, I'm a little concerned about that when they sell that because what happens, you know, years from now when no one's playing the multiplayer or they do turn the servers off. Well that's then where there's they, no point owning the game. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the only reason you'd go back and buy like a $15 Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 or something now is because the campaign for that game was awesome. I like campaign yeah. now a lot. Yeah. That's why you go back and buy a $10 Call of Duty. This one is going to go into it's going to become mag. If people, I'm sure people remember the yeah. chat mag, massive action game. Such I a bought, clever title. I bought 10 yeah. copies for 13 cents each as a joke. <laughs> Um, yeah, so somebody somebody was uh, tweeting me today, and I, I thought it was a pretty interesting point, which is somebody said, um, it seems like the earlier rumors about Modern Warfare 2 uh, remastered only being the campaign kind of makes sense now. They probably are trying to throw this in, and when you buy the super ultimate Kamehameha Collector's Edition of uh, Black Ops 4, you do get a campaign. It's just Modern Warfare 2 remastered. But at that point, <laughs> I want that multiplayer. I know, like, yeah, exactly. Multiplayer, yes. like is like the pinnacle. Like That was the one where it's like, when you say you play Call of Duty, you're like, yeah, because it was at its high point. It was fun. It was interesting. It was new. Everyone was playing it. I don't want just... I don't want just the camp. The campaign's great, but like... Come on, the rust knife fights on rust, dude. That yeah, I'm face bombing so knife, hard. Man. Well, and, and it had such well balanced guns. That's the reason that yeah. game exploded. Is that some of the most balanced combat ever? Here's my other. Here's my other question. Um, if they scrap the campaign, uh, are they going to deliver a full game? Like, are they going to deliver a game that feels like it's worth sixty bucks? Or <laughs> if they're doing, if they scrap the campaign, which costs them a lot of money, by the way, because yeah. that's. That's where they hire celebrities. They obviously need a lot of mocap mo done. Um, a lot more work goes into that, believe it or not, than the multiplayer. So they cut that out, that big expense. Are they going to sell this game still for 60 bucks with microtransactions? Of course. Yeah, Come on. Sure, yeah. Well, yeah. So, so did you see who who's, I think, Total Biscuit tweeted out and said, yeah, this game's going to be $60. And I guarantee you all the development that went into motion capture and stuff is now going to be transferred into animations for Luke Cates opening and Sparkler shooting out of your ass. Like, yeah. we're not getting a story. We're getting that. Any yeah. celebrities that either were going to be in it or they want to still get into it to promote the game. I feel like in loot crates or whatever, you can get them to play as their skin on online. Oh. Like, look, I'm playing as this basketball player or I'm playing as this actor, and, or, you know, like stuff like that. Cause that'll interest some people to get loot crates. So well, and zombies mode, me. zombies mode for World War II was yeah. all, all celebrities. It was literally four celebrities. It's been that way for a little while. Like yeah. they've always had all celebrities like I, skin. I mean, I also need, everyone needs to remember this game would have been in development for at least three years. Yeah. That's what, yeah. yeah people understand that. Yeah. Like they see the game every year, but yes, there are three studios and they alternate. Yep. So it's always three years three years three years so the and fact it, that in the man. last year they're chopping out the campaign i mean at that point it was so broken that they had to lose millions of dollars chopping it out that's so i mean think about oh, man that's it's like, so tough and oh, geez it's it's like it, they've had three years to make it and they only had set pieces for a campaign with only a few months to go until an inevitable release like they just had set piece they were just gonna put everything together real quick like all right uh story points here here and here it, like, that, like what is that that does sometimes work some games were made that way and let's not forget iron man was made that way iron man didn't really have a script the original iron man they literally had uh, directions they wanted it to go and they made it up as they went along so sometimes With the right people the right yeah, people exactly. who could sew it together but if we're heard, also talking about 
you know, the people making yeah. a Call of Duty game. They're just be like, make some action piece, and then someone goes, you traitor, and punches in the face, blacks yeah. out, wakes up in a different so, area. Oh, now I we're here. A, I want a torture it, scene on a plane, and they go through space. Yeah, do you think yeah. at some point they were, like, looking at what they were writing, and they were just like, wait, this sounds very familiar, and then they look back at the old ones, and they were like, oh, crap. And <laughs> There's a slow motion part where you have to pick up a knife and throw it at the person and hit him while he's strangling your friend. I, oh, wait, that happened so, in every other one. A guy sobering up from, like, a three-day drinking binge, and he's like, I realized this script is written in crowns and it just says fast and the furious but with more boobs just delete it like we can't do this so let's let me, let me ask you guys this is this finally the year that battlefield overtakes call of duty yes i 100 percent say that i think battlefield 5 is going to turn into a battle royale game i mean <laughs> they there it's a rumor like, yeah, yeah i think that would be the game to do it where like because like you see people like on fortnite or PUBG that when they get in their like duos like or their their squads mm -hmm. they play really tight together but for the yeah. lot of the most part it's just single players playing by themselves going frantic i think battlefield would be the one game to experience like how you said it where there's different teams that have to coordinate with each other because when i think of battlefield it's like to win you got to work with your team yeah the player base honestly the player base that's already installed with battlefield are already yeah. pretty tactical probably the i guess the next mainstream game that's more tactical to that with their player base is probably rainbow six siege i guess mm -hmm. but yeah. uh battlefield those people generally get that game knowing what they're getting into i would i actually would like to see some of those kind of people play a, a battle royale style did, game did you, well, we, we sort of got that because you know they had the giant game type we were trying it's five points that you're slowly taking over there's 64 people on the map and it you're pushing a series of points super big and if you put on your headset it is 100 people calling out the number of uh mm -hmm. enemies at a point and best ways to strike people are trying to commandeer zeppelins it's like oh yeah you guys are playing for reals okay. yeah but they're doing like they're going after points i mean like seriously 100 people and every man for themselves and it's like you know basically once you die you're just out uh, yes you know that that'd be interesting to see everybody kind of turn on each other and do all this crazy stuff <laughs> in the battlefield setting whereas PUBG and Fortnite, people are just scrambling in circles I, yeah. I've, I've seen conflicting numbers but I've seen some people say that last year was it last year Battlefield 1 came out or two years ago last year right two, year, two years two years ago, two right? years ago yeah, yeah. Uh, the year that Battlefield 1 came out Battlefield 1 outsold uh call of duty and number of copies moved but not in total profit because the microtransactions ended up pushing call of duty way ahead but i thought that was interesting that we've now actually had a year where battlefield won yeah but okay so it comes out it has a full single player has a full multiplayer has the battle royale, royale mode with 100 people um and then call of duty comes out and it sounds like it might just be living off of its name at this point just the black ops name yeah uh because if battlefield does everything better then what's what what is call of duty do they do they hope that who's who's up next infinity ward do they hope yeah. that infinity ward can uh the shell of infinity ward i should say uh modern warfare 4 they're no, back. I, you don't think they'll go back in time again to like some other like World War? I don't know. I, or I think they or something. I think they should have, and I think they missed the chance. Mm -hmm. I think they're screwed. Yeah, because Battlefield apparently is going to World War II. Mm -hmm. is, is the rumor. Uh, Battlefield you know, Five. Did you ever see the leaked alpha version of uh, Call of Duty Rome? No, it's a real game, and they they built the entire prototype, and you can see that somebody's playing through the prototype level. And it's just, I mean, it, it looks like the crappiest version of For Honor you've ever seen. 
And apparently they built this demo, like a small team had permission to build it, and they took it to him like, okay, this is what we have an idea. They're like, this is so stupid. Why did we pay you to make this? Just delete it. It's so stupid. <laughs> and somebody leaked it because they're like, we spent so much time on it. Please, somebody look uh, at it. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know where I'll go with this. I mean, I'll probably get both games, just check them out, but I have a strong feeling Battlefield's gonna be the quality game this year. But what if what if it's not Battlefield five? And what if it's like bad company three? I would like that. I would, but there, there's like I know there's supposed to be leaked pictures and stuff out there, but all we know is it being Battlefield 2018 right now. That's all we know. So it could be, could be back up me three. It's possible. I'd be down for that. There's, there's rumors this game. There's rumors that people have been working on it. I I own the Battlefield uh, Bad Company games. I've never played them though. I hear Whoa, they're fantastic. Bad Company yeah. Two was two, awesome. Two, Evan and I Bad Company Two was so everybody good. Everybody says that. Everybody says that, and that's why I bought them. And I just never played them for some reason. But I oh, you, no. universally I hear amazing things. Bad Company Two was awesome because it had the full. That was the first time I remember that I played it where it had full destruction of buildings. So oh, wow. like terrain, oh, wow. everything. So you can actually you like take hide. grenade launcher. <laughs> It wasn't really terrain as much, but it was super fun when you're playing in multiplayer and a guy runs into a building and John's outside across like, God, I can't shoot him. And he sees me pull out in a tank. Go, I got him. You just go through the freaking wall and just you drive through the wall with the tank. Or if you're running away from somebody, you can shoot like your grenade launcher at it, blow up a side of the wall. It's gone. You jump out the building. That's awesome. So people okay. had a hard time sniping and camping because you have rockets and everything. And then you also had classes for everyone that was pretty mm-hmm. cool because you'd earn experience based on what you were doing. So if you're a medic, you know, going around with a defibrillator, you know, reviving people, you get points and everything that way and level up that specific class. So it was pretty cool. I used to get the um the drill and I would just run around and like drill people <laughs> with drill it. People. <laughs> it was so much fun. I think there were like medals you would get for killing people with it or something. Yeah. It was pretty funny. That makes uh, me want it so bad. Just talking about two, yeah. man. I would love a three. So like in the same quality. So I'd love to see that. Yeah. So Max, you want to you want to tell us a bit because you had a you had a full video on this uh, about Castlevania going to cell phones. Yeah. Um, um, and this is this is interesting because I you 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 seem to be really annoyed by it. Yes. So uh, I consider myself a much newer Castlevania fan. I didn't really get them growing up. And uh, in the last like six years, eight years, I went through and beat all the Castlevanias. And I've really gained such a deep respect for how well constructed they are. They're, of course, the original Metroidvanias, but they're just so freaking fun. So it's weird that the series keeps going through these ups and downs. And I've noticed that they just have no idea what to do with it now because the fans are clamoring for it. We heard about, uh, I watched OJ when he was reporting about uh, them. Somebody was trying to work together to make sure we got a 2D uh, Metroid on Switch. There were all those rumors about Metroid on, or not Metroid, sorry, uh, Castlevania on Switch. And it comes out, turns out it's coming to cell phones. It is a 2D Castlevania on cell phones that specifically is focusing on up to four player co-op. It takes place in the distant future where Dracula has been dead for like a thousand years and somebody decides to bring him back to life because they always do. Uh, and uh, from some of the leaks and rumors, it makes it sound like it might be, what do they call it? A gotcha game or whatever, yep, where, where you they buy stuff. Yeah, yeah you get cool. cards and then the cards battle for you and stuff. And then you fight in there with the cards. Oh, it's just so bad. I really, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, if it's like that, if it's a gotcha game, it can't be ported to consoles because those are all about microtransaction perpetuity. So there's, if it's like that, we're never going to see a 2D Castlevania. So just, I was going to say that I really liked your point in your video. I think it, it, the double-edged sword that if the game does great, Konami's going to think that mobile games is the way to go. And if it does bad, they're going to think that Castlevania just doesn't sell and they're going to not make them anymore, which is yeah. a great point. That's, it's a real double-edged sword. 
Well, and, and also said in my video specifically, it drives me nuts because this seems like such an easy time to make a Castlevania collection. They've actually done it before. The fantastic one on the PSP, the Dracula X Chronicles. So it seems so weird that they don't just make a uh, Konami Classics collection and put the old Castlevanias on there. Because people buy that. If you put that on Switch, people will pay $60 for that. I would. They're hmm. dumb. It's so like, dumb. Yeah. Konami, Konami is 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 dumb as hell. Like they they, for every one good thing they do, they do fifty bad things. They make Sega well, look like the most intelligent company in the world. <laughs> well, th so specifically, why this pissed me off so bad, and why I had to make such an angry rant video, is because the anime, the Castlevania anime, is amazing. Amazing. It is so good. And from everything they said, Konami was really on board. They were specifically watching the development of it to make sure it stayed true to the original theme. So it's weird that it's like, you know what makes Castlevania so fun and why fans like it. Why do you just turn into a crappy cell phone game? You just did it right. Ugh. We still don't even know if it's technically free to play, but based on what Konami has done with Metal Gear Survive, we we kind of assume it is. I would think um, it's going to be a free to play free to play game with like microtransactions. You can buy items and stuff and equipment and things like that. Um, I still have a little, I guess, a shred of hope that yeah. it could come to other systems. We're getting quite a number of smartphones. Yeah, you're right. To the, yeah, to Manticore. Manticore is actually a decent game, and that had a ton of microtransactions. They took them all out. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about a little bit, like the, uh, another eating game that's a smartphone mm -hmm. game from the Chrono Trigger writer that's coming over. There's been Implosion. There's been um, Cat Quest originally yeah. it was a smartphone game. There's been it's been a quite a number. So something tells me that maybe we'll we'll get this one too. Um, Konami made a lot of money off of Bomberman. I mean, we played it today. There was literally like nobody in the server. Like it was just <laughs> us. <laughs> it's sold, I mean, it sold over a million copies on uh, everyone bought it. it. It's a nice, put it on their shelf. So that looks good. I like Bomberman, but put it, <laughs> never put it in their system. But, um, but yeah, I think there's a, there's a chance. There's a chance that maybe it comes over. Maybe it goes to smartphones first. Maybe we get an announcement, but like it, it's too, I know it looks like it's crappy, but if you look at the, like a little bit more about the details about the game, it actually seems like it's going to be a solid, uh, Castlevania I, game. I think people. Like I think people are annoyed because they're looking at that, but then they also see Bloodstain, and they're like, "Ooh, yeah." No. Bloodstain doesn't look <laughs> that great, though. I mean, let's, really, I don't think so. Apostasy. I don't really? think. Really? Have you played the Have you played the demo? I played the demo. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, is it? I found yeah. that there's a there's a demo of it floating around online. I think it's supposed to be for Patreon backers, but if you look around, people are posting it. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, Kickstarter. Like the 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 people who. Oh, that's like, right. I, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I paid six. That's this, this is the only game I've supported on Kickstarter. I paid sixty bucks for that. To, I mean, I switched it over to the Switch version, but I was that confident in Koji. I felt bad for him because first of all, Konami, yeah. what they did to him. So I felt bad. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give this guy a shot. And it's been a while, but I played the the, the backer demo. There's going to be another backer demo coming. So mm -hmm. there's going to be another one coming for E3. So if you if you you know, if you oh, that's cool. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's really tight. Uh, OJ, you've played Circle of the Moon, right? Huh? I played all the Castlevania games. It felt just like Circle of the Moon, and that's one of my favorite ones. Like it just felt so responsive. So man, mm. if it plays that good, I'm a million it's, percent on board with. Well, then it's like it's like a weird mix. It's, well, not a weird, but it's like it's somewhere. It's like uh, like Dawn of Sorrow, Circle mm -hmm. of the Moon, kind of yeah. Symphony of the Night, and just kind of and then some a couple new ideas and just kind of mash them all together. And then female yeah. protagonist, you know, and like Order of Ecclesia, so a little bit like that. I mean, it, there's a lot it's, of good stuff. It's what Mighty Number no. Nine should have been, which is like, let's take what you know, and this is what you're paying for, and build on that instead of just being like, right yeah. So, I guess, I guess, my real question is, do you think Konami shows up at E3 with anything of value? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No. 
so uh, now. <laughs> no. I, I, I think maybe potentially maybe there's just a slight yeah. chance of a Castlevania like port something to the Switch. They just maybe. wheel a Castlevania pachinko machine out on stage. And they're like, yeah. oh, Yo, what if they show up and, they, and they're remastering Symphony of the Night? Oh my god, a remaster of Symphony of the Night with a, a, all three of the DS games put them together a collection on Switch. That would be the that would be the dream. Those are but rare it, now, it's, right? it's, it's Konami, so that's the... I mean, it makes sense, right? <laughs> like, to put all three DS games, remaster them, don't even have to make them, like, look real. Just, just smooth them out, you know? Just smooth uh, them out. Put them on the... Put them on the Switch. I'd, I'd buy it. <laughs> I mean, what if they really... What if they really, like, released other than Metal Gear Survive and Bomberman and... What else uh, are they really done? I'm sure... I'm missing something? Game. The remasters of the... What was it? The... Uh, what's that robot game with the... Flying all over Zone the, of the Enders. Zone yeah, of the there we go. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did a remaster of that on PS4, didn't they? Like 4K. Like remaster. they're doing the the VR, the yeah, VR for yeah. the second game. I think yeah. that's coming out soon. Yeah, the oh, VR one. But I know you're right. the remaster. You're right. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm, I'm looking at Konami news right now, just because apparently the only other thing they owned besides the IPs we know is apparently they owned one of the biggest soccer series in the world, Pez, and they uh, just lost it today. Yes, PES. Yeah, they actually they um they broke an agreement or a deal that they had. Yeah, they so broke off, it. and um, that that series is pretty much dead. Then at this point, to be honest, so, well, hold up. they lost the Pez series. What do you they mean? lost yeah. the uh, they had agreements with actual teams and leagues and everything. Yeah, like, uh, much like yeah. Uh, apparently, they broke that though, and they don't they don't want to pay for it. I guess anymore. So that series is dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. there goes the humongous chunk of money those Pez games made. Those a lot of cash. They right. sell. They don't. I mean, they get. It still gets bopped by FIFA. But yeah, they they do yeah. sell though. They do. Thanks sell. to uh, thanks to Dougie. We're gonna uh, we'll be answering any and all super chats in the next ten minutes or so. Um, super chats or just general questions and stuff. We'll answer them at uh, ten minutes. Thanks to uh, thanks to Dougie though. So we'll get to your question in about ten minutes or so. Um, yeah. So they're they're kind of destroying a lot of their games that cost them too much money, and I guess they're trying to go cheap. I don't know. I guess you know Pachinko. So. Chico, Chico. The well, that's where metal gear is right now they, they're, they're they have snake parlors. they have snake trying to pedal off pachinko stuff it's like what if they brought all their pachinko games made them digital and then put that on the switch this is their pachinko oh, library oh man it's it's called the screw the fans collection yeah exactly just so, as as uh, the are Bomberman, i'm good dude the servers of Bomberman are trash <laughs> Oh, I, I put that uh, I got a little bit of blowback, but I did a video a while ago of like five switch games I actually think suck and I put that on there as like number three <laughs> of like being like I consider Bomberman our Super Bomberman our trash. It was weird because that console has so much great stuff. That was the first game I played where I was like, wow, I got ripped off. <laughs> uh the uh we did get um early word of the NPDs. They did technically leak out. Um, OJ, you can run us through some of the, I guess, the numbers and the placements of the systems. Yeah. So, so far the numbers, I mean, obviously you got to take this, this is from, you know, reset era. It's not like we don't have the actual like exact number, but people are saying this is what's right. Okay. So, uh, number three at, so third place was the Xbox one with 299,000 units sold. The number two was the Nintendo switch switch with 308,000 units sold. The number one was PS4 with 354,000 units sold. So less, I mean, Less than sixty thousand units between all three systems. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty, pretty close across the board. Um, 3ds uh, actually sold. 3ds was actually up nineteen percent year on year. What? So I mean, everyone's saying 3- 3ds is actually selling better than it was in the previous. That's so year, weird. Is, That's interesting. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it, yeah, it's up nineteen percent year on year. Uh, Xbox One is also up twenty four percent year on year. Switch is obviously down because it's not the launch year. Um, but 
Mm-hmm. On the PS4, it's down, but it doesn't really matter. Those those were the one and two in the year. Uh, top selling SKUs, Far Cry 5 on the yep. PS4. Um, same uh, same for Xbox One. Also, Kirby. Kirby did really well. Sold third. Kirby's number three. Wow, that's good. Yeah, that's actually yeah. good. Oh. Exactly. It was really good. I think, oh. I think a lot of people underestimated how good Kirby's doing because Kirby's almost at half a million in Japan. And like it might be with digital sales, it actually might be at half a million in Japan. Um, so that's that's really good for the game because it's been out for about a you know about a, a month. So it did well in the US. Also, um, what else? Uh, MLB the show did really well too. Um, that was on there. Um, but yeah, that's pretty that's pretty much it. They they did say though the um that the combined between Far Cry and MLB the show, it sold it, gener- it generated less revenue than Legend of Zelda. So it just kind of puts it in perspective. Mm, interesting. Okay. Uh thanks, Thomas. Uh Gawthorn. Uh we'll like I said, we'll read super chats in the next uh six minutes or so. Um yeah, that's okay. So it, I'm a little surprised that the Xbox actually came in third because they had Far Cry and everything. That's a little surprising. Um, the Switch actually sold more than I thought it would too because it hasn't had any big hitters or anything other than I guess you count Kirby. Um, although Kirby didn't even have a ton of marketing. Yeah, um, a so. lot of my users were telling me like I think it was uh, my boy Rexy. He was saying like, "Hey, you, you, and everyone else has been underestimating Kirby." And I was mm-hmm. like, "You know what, dude? I think we all did underestimate Kirby because what else?" causes i mean you got to look at it like okay in japan it was really good sales for Kirby. it did well in japan yeah 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 not in the u.s you're you're getting number three and you get the sales above the xbox one with a a fraction of the i mean the switch got literally a fraction of the games that ps4 and xbox one got you know that's true Uh, yeah yeah so the fact that it was able to sell 308,000 with kirby essentially and maybe a couple of smaller independent games and stuff is actually pretty good maybe it's a lot better than you know, more of a system pusher than people thought, you know, that's all. That's uh, I'll say it's better than, uh, than what the Wii U probably would have done. <laughs> there were times where the Wii U sold 20,000 units a month, man, 20 to 30,000 in a month. So I'll take anything. I don't care if they win or I get number one. The fact that it's even up there with the PS4 and Xbox ones should just be, everyone should be happy. There shouldn't be, you shouldn't, there should be no complaining, at least from Nintendo fans. Cause they have I can't, 20 to 30 K a month at times. See, people were talking about PS5 stuff and everything that get announced here. I mean, man, I look at these numbers. I'm like, does Sony, Sony doesn't need to do anything right now. They just kind of hang out. <laughs> um, I think 2020 is the earliest we're going to get any okay. new consoles. I just, I don't, I, I just don't think we need them. Oh, Microsoft might want to jump, but I don't think I, Sony does. I, I a million percent believe we're going to be seeing uh, both of them shown next year. Yeah, I, I mean, that makes sense because you want to give usually you want to give your system at least a year to build and hype and everything. So I get that. I mean, how long were we talking about Scorpio or like a year and a half? Six, 16 oh, months. Uh-huh. I think somebody kept uh, pasted out 16 months. Yeah. Although they did for the Xbox one and the PS4. Those were both those were both um, shown and released in the same year. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's possible. That. Yeah, I, mean, I guess they could technically show it February and then release it at the end of the you know. Like remember like, like the Sony event that they did where they showed off Shadow uh, Killzone Shadow. I was like, oh, like look at Killzone, and then like they had uh, Mark Cerny come out there and talk about how powerful yeah, the PS4 Mac. was. Yeah, <laughs> Mac. <laughs> uh, that'd be that'd be interesting to see. I'll be really curious to see that, but it's gonna be. I just want to see the pricing on that stuff. I, I, I yeah. can't imagine they get that stuff under five hundred dollars with some of the stuff that's floating around. Yeah, It'd be tough. Twenty twenty, I, I could see that, but yeah. from from everything I've heard, I I fully believe that they're going to see them shown at E three next year. I think hmm. uh, from what I've heard, I think what's going to happen is Sony and Microsoft are both going to come out on stage and basically they're going to show all the games that are coming out twenty nineteen, and I think they're going to end the back half of both their conferences basically be like, okay, this is our new console. These next trailers are all going to be launch games for the console. That way they can like build up hype for a year. I just I think that they're going to try and like 
hard shift to make sure that the next console generation explodes right at the start the way these consoles already are exploding i think i think microsoft has a uh, fable in the back pocket for that launch i i hear that PS5? rumor a lot i don't for the I'm, sorry I think, for, sorry not PS5, right, I think. Too, yeah yeah, I think I think that's what Playground's working on. I I hear that rumor a lot. I have never mm-hmm. seen. It. I I'd be curious to just see a screenshot of it. Yeah, though. wouldn't that I be think, interesting though? <laughs> I think for PlayStation Five, their biggest thing—they literally only have to come out and say one thing when they show it off. Why do you want a PS Five? Uh, Final Fantasy Seven. That's well, that, it. That's that, all they have to say. And uh, <laughs> Death Stranding. I've heard a lot of people say that. Uh, you think that one's gonna get pushed back that far? No, 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 I think it's going to be the first, like, uh, like I've heard a lot of people say that basically, uh, last of us, I only heard this last couple weeks, but last of us was basically built, uh, on what would have been a PlayStation four development kits. And then that's why when it was done, it was pushing the very limits, a red line in the PlayStation three. And the second the four came out, there was like, and redo, there we go. Like, and remastered. Yeah. Yeah, I can can tell you what, what went down with that. So what they did is that instead, cause like they had a lot of issues. Naughty dog did. Um, from PS2 to PS3. So what they did is that they built the engines in terms of their games. They built it to where it was going to easily be able to put on the PS4. So mm-hmm. That's why Uncharted turned out the way it did, and that's why The Last of Us. That's why they look so good, and they were able to bring them bring them over so easily. Then blue it's, it's so remaster it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, scale. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes perfect. Yeah, you only get bit by that dog once, and then you're yeah, like, okay, they, I they, understand. They got screwed. They got screwed at going from PS2 to PS3. So like, we're not gonna have that same issue. So they made sure to build that into the Uncharted Three when they built that game, and when they built Last of Us. Like, okay, we're gonna make sure. Like, when, it, when we port it over to PS4, it's gonna be no problem. So Blue Point had no problem. I mean, look at how great the Uncharted games are. You know, yeah, running. Holy hell, on, yeah. On, yeah, on the on the on the PS4, it's fantastic stuff. So that's I, what they did. So Naughty Dog's very smart. Very smart in that in that regard. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. So, um, I guess MPD in April. Uh, I mean, I I assume we're all mostly expecting the PS4 to take that as oh, well. Yeah. God, God, God of War. Labo number one. <laughs> I don't know how they, how they gonna track that. I guess is that. A, I guess that's a game. It's not even an accessory. It's but do they yet. count both as the same? Each kit is the same or separate games? Uh, I mean, I guess they're different SKUs, so I guess they count them differently. Yeah, they're, they're different SKUs, so they'll count them different. Yeah. But they might, they might combine them together and just say, I mean, I don't know. It's a little bit different from like a Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, right? Mm-hmm. It's, although those are two different SKUs, but they kind of combine them sometimes, or sometimes yeah. they have yeah. separate, well, and, you know. So. Well, I always think about uh, Wii Sports, where Wii Sports for a long time was considered <laughs> the best-selling game ever because some people were buying it solo, but some people were getting it with a pack-in. So it's like mm-hmm. technically, it's the best-selling yeah, game. Well, Japan, it didn't come with the. It didn't come with the Wii in Japan. Oh, it didn't? Oh, I know. No, no, it didn't come with it. So Smart move. All right, then. Very good. So, yeah, we're thinking that's probably going to happen. Uh, God of War and PlayStation will pretty much own April. So, yeah. it might even, reason. honestly, it might be enough to own May, even, depending. So. Yeah, I think it'll just continue. I don't think there's any reason to stop. There's, there's a lot of good games on PS4. It's getting it's getting a lot of good stuff. Like, throughout this first quarter of the year, it's been getting really good stuff. I will be very curious about sales, because I, I heard from some, a lot of people that on, online and everything that they were having a hard time finding physical copies of God of War. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Apparently, it was sold out a lot of places. Wow. My, my Best Buy had plenty. My Best Buy had a lot, but... I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it too much that some places probably they didn't buy enough. Maybe, maybe they thought, okay, well, maybe people are going to buy digital and all that. But people are actually going out to the stores and buying the the PS4 Pros and buying the the hundred something dollar ones. Like, I, I there was like five guys in line when I was there, like buying like that that Stone Mason whatever one. I actually oh, yeah, got yeah. that version. I didn't even know that's the one I pre-ordered. I just ended up <laughs> getting it in the mail. It's like I thought I got like. At first, I was like, I just got the standard one. And I was like, oh, wait, I got the the hundred some dollar one. Which Bro, that's was a big, that's a big price. 
That's it was a big price. price. I looked at my credit card and said $158. I was like, oh, and then this giant box showed up in my door, and I was like, oh. You're like, I mean, okay. uh, eating a lot of ramen and playing God of War this month. It was not so yeah. bad now that I got it. $150? Oh, wait, hold up. Never mind. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> all right, Amazon. I see you out here switching. Oh, uh, man. Let's, uh, let's go through some comments. That sounds fun. Um, we did we have any two, Evan in we got uh, two on Discord? All right, what do we have in Discord? Well, one of them is a two-parter, I guess. Uh, how would you rank your top five Halo games? That's a basic question, I guess. The top what Halo games? I'm sorry. You're, how would you rank your top five uh, Halo games? There's, I, there's I not say, that. I mean, there there are there are more than five. But they're yeah, I, close. I would say, <laughs> I would say, uh, Halo One, Halo Three, Halo Two, Halo Reach, and then controversially, I'd say Halo Four. Yeah, because that didn't make his list that he put up here. I would put uh, Halo 3 as number one for me. Um, I, I love that game. Uh, Halo 3, then Halo 1, then I'd go Halo 2, and then I guess I'd have to go Reach. Ah, oh, man. Um, I can Reach around. Yeah, I guess I have to go Reach. Um, I put Reach pretty high. I'd do 3 as number one. <laughs> I, I like three. I, yeah, that's why I put two. It's I three. didn't like the multiplayer of Reach as much. Really? I love oh, the oh, story more. That was that was the first one with classes, and the classes yep. kept getting brokenly I did not like, strong. I did not like those classes, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. The story was better though, because I had actual Spartans and stuff, which was cool. Yeah. Well, because um, you know, like based that. on the book, I'm obsessed with the book by the book. Eric yep. Eric Nyland. So to see that basically turn into a video game was brilliant. Yep. 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 Uh, OD, ODST. See, I didn't like ODST as much because I it just I, it wasn't there wasn't a lot there. I felt content wise. It, it, it was just made for Firefly fans because you know yeah. that all the voice actors of the whole cast of Firefly. Yeah, eh, I guess. I mean, I, I just let three was by far my favorite one. I thought that's where everything came together, like the multiplayer, the online, everything. I think that's where it all just just was. And, and, it, and it fixed that, that cliffhanger ending of Halo 2. So Halo 2, <laughs> number one, everything else below it. <laughs> even with that ending I, I i don't even give a shit about the yeah, single player that, that, <laughs> that that multiplayer baby top of the I, map snipe your ass well not the same i always laugh because of the fact that dual wielding was in uh, halo 2 and it completely broke the multiplayer and they just had to remove it and like yeah master chief he used to know how to use two guns now he doesn't <laughs> uh what was the uh what's Second part, uh, with the rumors of the PS5, Xbox 2 being announced at some point in the next couple of years, do you think Nintendo's holding on to the supplementary computing device in their back pocket for it, just to throw it out there? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't doubt anything crazy coming out of Nintendo after seeing some of those patents that were just made public with their screens that apparently can communicate to each other, but I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how it's going to work when the Switch has you know X amount of units on the market, but then new systems get announced, because technically then it's still going to be like a two year transition from, you know, the PS four and the Xbox one to the PS five and Xbox two, because there's still a large install base on the PS four um, and somewhat on the Xbox one. They're still going to develop games for those systems, which can then also still be moved technically to the switch. Um, so I don't know how that's going to work. I think after like two years, maybe them being on the market, they have to make like companies want to make a decision, but by then we might just be on to the next switch anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't know how it's going to work out. That's that's my big fear, actually. And I stated in a video a while ago is my fear is something that really hurt the Wii U a lot is that the way you program games for the Xbox 360 was identical to the way you game, made games for the Wii U. So as long as the Xbox 360 was being supported, it was real easy to bring stuff over. And once the Xbox 360 stopped being around, all of a sudden the games for the Wii U dried up real quick. So 
My fear is that when the Xbox 2 and PlayStation 5 come out, where you'll see the Switch ports taper off for a bit. Mm. Mm. Okay. They'll probably still develop, you know, third parties, like yeah. sports games go to like everything pretty much. I think it'll be, um, but I, I'm saying stuff like Wolfenstein. I, I yeah, feel like the I big stuff there. won't ever come. Yeah. Like you were saying, yeah. Um, I'm thinking by, like I said, by a year after, or maybe even two years, I think Nintendo probably then moved to their next Switch, if they haven't already, because Nintendo does those incremental upgrades a lot with their handhelds, so you never know. It could, I mean, how long, what is it, like a year later that Game Boy Advance SP or something came out after the Game Boy Advance came out? They're, they're probably already working on something. The Switch was, I think, was a little bit of a litmus test. Is this going to work? The yeah. concept works. So it's an off-the-shelf Tegra chip. They yep. can now say okay, let's make a custom chip, you know, let's make a custom chip. Let's put something together and it can be a lot better. So I think that's more of the line of where they're yeah, they can go, go back to NVIDIA and be like, let's build something specifically for what we're trying to do. And exactly. They can sit down. They got the money. They got the obviously the audience and they'll build another switch, I guess. And then everyone will buy it again. And then it'll still have Skyrim on it and I'll buy it for a ninth time. <laughs> still just Skyrim again. Yeah, man. I think they'll just it package it. To a point where it was Skyrim on the go at 1080p in like 60 frames per second or something. They yeah. don't need to make a new game. Yeah. <laughs> Skyrim could be the modern day Tetris. It'll be great. This just comes packaged with every system. Skyrim. You just get a it, copy of Skyrim with it, everything. It is. Yeah. They hand them out like you. You're walking to conventions. They're like, have a Skyrim. Have That's, a napkin. Have a Skyrim. Have a Skyrim cartridge for you. I don't live far from Bethesda Studios, and my friend who works there uh, made a joke that says, when everyone comes through the door, even a visitor, they just say, oh, here's your complimentary uh, Skyrim, and they just hand you a copy on a random system. That'd be so, awesome. Someone in chat said, Elder Scrolls Six, Skyrim Two. <laughs> <laughs> that would what be a awesome title. title I would actually want that. I th I think that would be oh, yeah. great. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be fine with it. And you know what? I would not be shocked if they just tried it. Like, blame us. Blame us. It sold a million copies the first day. Yeah, we're going to send oh, you another man. trillion. Just Skyrim 2. Just the Elder Scrolls Skyrim 2. It's Skyrim again. <laughs> if, Red, if Red Dead Redemption 2 can pull it off while being the third game, Skyrim can pull it off as the sixth game. Yeah. Um, oh, Evan, do we have another question? In, um, uh, this other guy popped in as well. Uh, seeing as how Nintendo had two Game of the Year contenders last year, do you think they have any franchises left that could take the award? And if so, which one? I mean, for game, you said for Game of the Year? Yeah. I'd say it comes down to Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon uh, I, I, that's the only thing that comes to mind. I've seen a lot of people. I think. What was I, don't retro? Think, I don't think retros and eh, it's possible we don't know Re retro could yeah. release a game this year Fire emblem. <laughs> oh, gosh. Metroid, metroid somehow came out this year yeah oh you know how it goes with jrpgs and dude DVDs, fire so. emblem awakening didn't win it just because it was on 3ds the game got the review scores to dude, persona 5 couldn't win it yeah i know but fire emblem jrpgs just don't win game of the year they, they, they don't they don't but zelda did win it for the first time in, in terms of like the game awards um, mm, oh, for the Fire game awards, yeah. Fire Emblem. It depends on what they do with the gameplay. I think. I think there. It, it has a chance. It has. It, it has a chance. If it has the same type of impact that Awakening, a lot of people really just gave like Awakening. It, it was on 3ds. That was the only problem. It was on. That's why it didn't get included. But it literally reviewed. It was one of the best reviewed games of the year. It could have easily I, won. A lot of people actually gave it game of the year. A lot of, I, a lot of sites did. Give like it Smash. Game. Smash won't get game of the year because fighting games like never get yeah, game. Of the year. Smash never gets. Um, game of the year. And then uh, Pokemon won't because Pokemon just it just doesn't like work out that way with Pokemon. If, if it has the same impact as Awakening, if it ha if it can get up to that review scores, there will be some people that give it game of the year. Because Awakening did get game of the year from some places. It, it got reviews good enough to get game of the year. So. I, if Pokemon changes everything, like there's that one rumor like, oh, it's going to be a completely new experience, new mechanics. If they completely 
turn it into something else, then who knows? But if it's yeah. the same stuff we're used to, it's not winning anything. It's going to probably be reviewed good, but yeah, that's about it. For the record, I love Fire Emblem Awakening. I did a list. I did a video a while ago, top 10 best 3DS games of all time. And I think I put that at number two or number one. It's very good. Very high. good job, dude. I saw yeah. the list. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it's a, it blew me away. That was actually the old man, like third Fire Emblem ever. And I was like, oh my God. Imagine, imagine like that if they took that and then like added new mechanics and everything, then have the graphics like to match, like modern day graphics. Like that's the thing that holds Fire Emblem back, right? My wallet's being that. sucked out of my pocket. Help. Is it that 240p screen that holds it back? Yeah, <laughs> I thought my 3DS was gonna explode when I was playing. Dude, Echo. that's a resolution like, we get mad at when YouTube tries to give us that. You know, like on like like a super. Old, there, I was trying to look for a Xeno Saga trailer, and it was like 11 years ago when YouTube started, and it's like 240p, and I'm like, uh, I get mad at 480. Yeah, right. Fire Emblem is definitely held back by the system it's on. I mean, that's just it's just a fact. It's just held back. It's held back on the 3DS. So we'll get to see. It's jumping generations here, guys. It's like <laughs> it's jumping like to the technology. It's like. It's jumping multiple generations, so we'll see what they do. I will at least see what Retro is doing, but man, it's going to be hard to beat God of War right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be very difficult to beat God of War. Um, I, I will hold out too. to see what Retro is working on, because you never know. They could surprise everyone you know, with something crazy, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hold out hope for that. Um, I would like to see Retro make something really cool, though, something different. Non, uh, the, you know, they might show up in the Donkey Kong, but I Donkey Kong 64, 64 Switch, baby, let's go. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to see them be creative. But I just want Nintendo to be like, make whatever you want, and then we'd see what they make. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Some more Miyamoto's like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is, no. I just want to say real fast, one thing that's kind of blown me away about the last three years is new IP is selling like nuts. We are definitely in an age now where, like, this is the era to throw out something weird indifference like yeah, if, i think i think a lot of the the uh player bases have kind of reset now i think like yeah yeah have gotten older and now they're well, able to buy I, these kind of games yeah i think it's a lot of 18 year olds right now who have a playstation 4 and xbox one and a switch like i think that's the reason horizon zero dawn sold explosively well but if you tried to say yeah this is an open world action adventure game where you're cave people fighting robot dinosaurs you'd be like pass like but that <laughs> sells now yeah i mean why not that's good though I would like more soft reboots, and if you know, with with God of War, and if Halo turns into that, I would like to see a lot more. Like, I would like to see a new Dead Space entry. Doesn't have Aww. to continue after three. I would love a Dead Space, just something new, not like how Mass Effect did it with Android. That was garbage, but like <laughs> like actual care put into that kind of game, and like a whole new start, a whole new well, way of experiencing. There are Dead Space it. comics. There's a Dead Space movie and a Dead Space book, and I read the them movie. all last year. Yeah, and, and they actually they kind of flesh out the universe a lot, and you realize great those, those artifacts kind of show up sometimes. Like, there's not just one. There, there have to be Isaac. Like, yeah, show exactly. me a new story. I love, I love Dead Space. That's the one game like from EA. I'm just like, well, besides Skate, besides Skate, yeah. but who cares? They can make a Skate anytime they want. They're just lazy. Is that, that uh, Evan? Is that everybody in Discord? Uh, just one other, and kind of a basic question. Do you guys think console generations will ever end? I mean. Not Probably as long not. as technology keeps moving. So <laughs> no, because the um, I think the console providers like Sony and Microsoft actually like them to reset. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's, oh, it's line of the sand. Like you need it for marketing purposes, mm -hmm. if nothing else. Yeah, so I I feel like they like to reset and sell another system to the same people all over again. Mm -hmm. um, but hey, you never know. Maybe they would like to get to the point where, I guess all games work on all sides. I don't know. That would be too weird, I think. <laughs> to get to that point. Um, it might actually be confusing for some people, believe it or not. Um, yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Um, that's uh, Dougie asks, uh, did you guys ever make believe you were inside a video game as kids? For instance, I pretended I was in a Castlevania game and used a belt as a whip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mega, Mega Man. I used to run and like throw dust. Like I was like Mega Man X. Like it was That's like awesome. sliding and all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I used to pretend. I to think, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember when I was a kid. My, this is harder than I thought. My friends was and I. Was I ever a kid? My friends yeah, I know. <laughs> I got to think hard to remember what I ate yesterday half the time. We, uh, we completely reenacted almost the entire like entire game of resident evil 2 in real life we actually bought one of the strategy guides that had maps drawn out and so we built my friend's house into as much of the police station as we could we set up puzzles so you actually had to solve puzzles to get keys like at one point you had to like find something that was hidden on top of a lamp that got you a key to a desk in his father's office you could get like the next item uh we had fake guns and bullets hidden around so we could fight off other kids who were pretending to be zombies like resident evil 2 was just such a big game to us that we just could not get enough of it. I specifically remember actually when I was really little, I think it was like, when was that guy? I would have been like five or six. No, I would have been like, no, I'd have been like seven. Um, we, uh, you know how you have those big puffy jackets that you have to wear in the cold. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you pull, if you pull your hand in and you don't have a hand, it's a mega buster. <laughs> So that's, that's what I would do when I was little. I just had a cardboard and I just went like that. But if you watch the cartoon for Mega Man, which I would, his hand would drop into his into his Mega Buster. Yeah. yeah. But I know nothing yeah. about these big puffy jackets that you guys wore in the East. <laughs> There's none of that where I'm at. Okay. Really? Yeah, <laughs> no, we, have no, some, we have some ridiculous winners here. Yeah, there's it, like I said, it snowed one time since I've been alive here. Really? So, wow. Interesting. Wow. It's, it's, it's April and it's still randomly winter on some yeah, days here. It, it's yeah. it's nice and warm here where I'm at, dude. Really? It's, it's just I have my window open right now. It's it's raining. It feels fantastic. It, it's it's already summer where I'm at. <laughs> it's already summer. <laughs> uh, let me see what else do we have here. Oh, uh, uh, Kuro Tengetsu ninety one says check out the Tomb Portables theory on Metal Gear Solid Zero MGS Zero. Wow. Okay, let's check that out. Um, Wishbone says PS five spec sheet shown at E three this year with a question mark like PlayStation four Neo. Um, we do. I don't think any of us, at least I don't think so, that we really think the PS five is even going to be hinted at this year with some of the stuff they have lined up. Um, yeah. you, you really don't want to give people the idea that they can wait to buy a game, uh, a game system. Um, we saw what happened with Microsoft. Once they announced that Scorpio, their Xbox sales dipped heavily. Plummeted. Yeah. <laughs> It, but there was a weird spike actually there was the xbox one s spiked for a short time but yeah then it, it was weird I, I, you never know what the heck's gonna happen yeah i just feel like if you give people a reason to wait they're gonna wait most times um maybe not every time but i i feel like in that case they'll be like well i'll just wait for, i'll just save for the next one you know it's like or like maybe you're thinking about buying a car and they're like oh you know next year we're gonna move over to this you know this engine or whatever and they're like i'll oh, wait till next year that's fine um stuff like that you know it's like give them a reason to wait and they will especially like that that's almost impulse buy territory where it's like a 300 dollars system you know where they walk into a store and they're like yeah i'll get that um but they know the next the the, the nice models coming out next year they'll wait um what's uh, t- uh thomas gawthorn says uh who will sell more in the holiday season pokemon or red dead red dead uh, yeah red dead i as much as pokemon is pokemon red dead has been waited on for quite some time and it's, it's multi-plat. Yeah, it's multi-plat. Well, multi- but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm really confident with saying that Red Dead's gonna beat it by a lot. I think Pokemon could definitely 
sell up. It's going to be up there because Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey sold 10 million plus. Well, I, I think Pokemon yeah. has a very high chance of so outselling Pokemon's going to sell somewhere in the neighborhood of 13 to 15 million by January if it comes out in November. Is well, what will happen. What is it? Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 in the first 72 hours made a billion dollars. Okay, so. there you go. <laughs> but, that's, but, but that's GTA though. Red Dead isn't quite as popular. Yeah, that's true. It's not. It doesn't have the Grand Theft Auto yeah. name. Yeah. I, I, I do feel like Rockstar though, as an entity, has over the last like 10 years has changed into just like they can like obviously they made that tennis game. That tennis game sold like two million copies. <laughs> Gosh, that table is that, ta that table yeah, tennis table game? tennis. Yeah, Rockstar yeah. presents that table was, tennis. That game was hilarious, by the way. <laughs> oh, see, look, you bought it. I, so did oh, I. Yeah. I, that. I don't three sixty man. You go into like that serious mode where your person like powered up and everything was like really fast. You're just mm -hmm. mashing. That game was so dumb, actually. Now I think about it. <laughs> uh, uh, Sakon 10 says, instead of Wave Race, bring back Golden Sun. Uh, I'd agree yes. on that. Yeah. I'm okay with how that. About yeah. How about both? Why can't we get a Golden <laughs> no. Sun and a Wave Race? Well, well we've, heard of, we've heard of Wave Race trademarks. We've heard nothing of Golden Sun. So. Yeah, Golden Sun. I'm, I'm, sure I'm not happy. Golden Sun. I want Golden Sun to come back. Yeah, it's probably never coming back at this rate. Stop it. Last week, I was writing about the optional bosses and that being so brokenly hard, and I loved it. Yeah, man. James Clark says, once again, another great show. Spawn, thank you. Do we really want to see another generation of console releases? I do. I actually like when new technology releases, so I'm I'm on board with Nexus. It's always cool when they like talk about something they're adding to it. That you're just like, oh yeah, it yeah. definitely needs that. I mean, they know that they already know they got me. People like me are gonna buy them. So you can. There's enough games to where you can just play old. If you're content with the systems that have already come out, just play old games. You know, not yeah, enough. I, I mean, there there are so many games that people haven't played. So you don't have to buy the new generation systems if you don't want them, or you can just stick with the old stuff. There's plenty of games that I haven't played. I'd be fine if they, if I, if they said no more new games or whatever. I'd be like, all right. I'm good. I'll just play whatever you know it is, but except for like yeah, a few I, different Nintendo franchises and stuff like that. <laughs> but you know, for the most part, like there's already a ton of stuff. So I, I, there's nothing wrong with evolving tech, right? We get better. Tech. This generation's filled up very quickly with games. That I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm excited for the next generation, but I do hope they have a better launch. Like uh, when the PlayStation Four came out, I still had my PS PS3 hooked up for about six months because, and I'm still gaming on it way more for that because the first six months of the PlayStation Four was weird ports and just crappy stuff like kills on shadowfall that mm, uh, launch lineups are just never good though usually right i don't know i i always look at launch lineups like you, whenever you buy in day one you're you're only gonna have like four games to pick from or five games yep. but that are good that are at least decent or look at i mean nintendo 64 launched with what two games <laughs> yeah sega saturn launched with four yeah, it's like it's just ugh, it's just never a good a great selection usually, you know. It's usually just one really good game that you pick up. Um Mac. so yeah. <laughs> Mac. Exactly. Mac. Mac, baby. Let's go. Mac. <laughs> uh Mac three. Dougie, uh, again, more PS5 talk. Don't you guys feel it's too soon for a PS5? Uh yeah, I mean, yes and no, because if I mean for sales numbers for the PS4, yeah, because they're not slowing down. But um keep in mind, I some of us lived through the the four-year uh cycle of the original Xbox, for example. <laughs> that was only a four-year cycle from 2001 to 2005. 
Um, so and it, and it and showed because the Xbox 360 blew up. They should have yeah. bought an extra year. And then it was weird that the Xbox 360 was around for eight years. Yeah. It's like we're not like, and I think kids now are growing up and used to that. It's like, no, yep. consoles are supposed to change out like every six or seven years. Yeah, even five years. I mean, we were used to five uh, years. Yeah, before yeah. Five five years years even, yeah. Time, yeah. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, 64. Mm-hmm. We were used to, even to the GameCube, we were so used to that five to six year cycle. And we like, do the Switch was five years. Not even a full five years. Yeah. Four and a half. Well, they had to get they had to get out of that that situation. Yeah, it, 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 it was it was a hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh I don't know. I I guess it I guess right this second is too soon, but like holiday 2019 is like right on schedule for our next system. Mm-hmm. So I I guess I don't know. I I'm okay. Like I said I'm okay if it launched 2019. I'd buy it, I'd use it, and I'd be like cool. As long as it better be backwards compatible though. If it's not backwards compatible. 100% that needs to be there. Yo, Sean, would you buy would you buy a PS5 when it launched? Man. Um it just it. Part of me says yes, easy views. Um, part of me, <laughs> I, I think business wise, um, part of me says no if the launch lineup sucks. But I mean, probably. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, most. I think most of us probably look at the buying the next PS5 or that. Oh, Xbox I'm gonna too. buy it. it well, well, us, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd buy it. Well, I, I mean, it just depends on your type of content that you do. But I definitely pick it up. I think I think they'll do a better job of making sure that there's a better launch lineup this time around. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think my my hope is I'm really hoping that the PlayStation Five. My one big hope is backwards compatibility out the wazoo. Way more digital content. I really want the idea of let us buy everything from the PlayStation catalog. Like stop trying to push PlayStation now and just give us more digital content. So I want the PlayStation Five to become the media device. Like unplug everything else. Like hyperbolically. I mean, if uh, I mean, if it's fully backwards compatible, does it need a ridiculous launch lineup then? Yes. No, and, and that's the thing. I, I think that helps easy in there a little bit. I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, if you can if you can pick it up and like you you have access to like God of War and Persona Persona Five and all these games from the beginning, like okay, it kind of lightens the blow. I mean, there's a lot of games you probably haven't picked up yet. You know, like you could just say, okay, I'll buy my PS5. Maybe there's one game that I like, then I can maybe pick up this other game. Or whatever. I mean, what maybe if it was backwards compatible with like insane, like I mean, insane upgrades? Like it's just a 4K 60 for everything from the PS4. That, that, that would be cool. But but more than anything, I do want at least one really really strong i want some like like there's rumors that maybe last of us 2 may end up being a, a launch title for the playstation 5 mm. and if that happens uh well I guess s- what i'm front of the line <laughs> i swear that'd be the smart thing to do like at this point i really think that they should it should be like a ps5 launch title like people you know i remember when i was saying like you know skyward sword yes that game came out on the wii i know whatever i'm not trying to go back in time but like if they just waited and they put it out on Wii U as well. I think it could have made things a little bit better. Like, look what they did with look what they did with Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, right? That could have they probably could have launched it on Wii U, but they said, uh, let's just let's let's move it. You know, let's move it to the Switch, and they they dual launched it, right? And look yeah. at the Switch. The Switch blew up because I mean, obviously, without that game, maybe things wouldn't have went the same way. You know? Yeah. So yeah. it really helped to have that huge. You know, everyone's gonna buy a game. Like you need it. Wii U didn't have it, you know. Even 3DS didn't have it. Look what happened, you know, until the system started out. So you got you got to have that game. It's interesting about Last of Us Two is I don't know if that and Days Gone can launch in the same year because they just look so similar. <laughs> yes. I don't think that game ever is coming out. Well, Days yeah, Days Gone's 2019. So I don't even believe that. That game was shown off how many years ago when the well, zombie craze yeah. was huge? Three. Well, Days Gone was supposed to be released this year. They pushed it to 2019, but I don't know if I just don't know if Last of Us 2 
can come out like in 2019 alongside of it. It's just, well, the, it's, they look yeah. so similar. Well, and the weird thing is if you watch, they've been really panicking with the marketing of days gone. If you listen to a lot of their interviews, every, they get mad. If people say the word zombie, like, no, no, these are not zombies. They, they literally get mad. You can watch any interview from the last year when they're like, Oh yeah, we relate to the zombies. Like, no, no, no. We call them freakers. These are not zombies. These are freakers. It's like, Oh yeah, you guys are, uh, you realize what's going on. Like last of us is going to eat you. Like Chad Chonic fans. I see. Okay. I got it. got it. Bricks. Bricks. <laughs> Um, but that's, I think that's all the, all the questions we had and everything. Um, so I guess that's, uh, Oh, wait, one more is, Oh, it's, uh, uh, con, con, conniving dusk, conniving dusk, yeah. conniving dusk. There. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, Oh, job proposal. Okay, cool. My name is Isaiah. I was wondering if you need an editor, uh, please message me via uh, Twitter. I seen it. Okay, cool. I'll 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 get in contact with you. We were looking around at editors and stuff, and if we do that, I'll I'll keep your information here, and I'll reach out to you for that. Um, Evan is going to start working as an editor too. Yep. Um, so, um, but if we move on from that, we'll we'll uh, like we need more. We'll we'll reach out to you for that. But thank you. I, I appreciate that. We'll um I'll keep your name over here. Actually, um, cool. Uh, I guess we can go around and do outros then, and we can finish up. Let's start with uh, uh one of our guests, uh, Jordan. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash Jordan Fringe ninety four. You can there Twitter, same thing, all that same stuff. <laughs> cool. Very good. Very good. That's awesome. Everybody go check them out. And then uh, OJ, where can they find you, man? Right here on YouTube or on Twitter as well, just at Player Essence, Player Essence on here. Uh, cover Japanese RPGs, a lot of Japanese RPGs, a lot of uh, Nintendo news, um, all sorts of, a lot of live streams, a lot of gameplay live streams, community events, gaming stuff. So, yeah, yeah, come on by. It's a lot of fun uh, pretty much every day. The only, the only time I don't stream is like Sundays, but yeah. Okay, cool. And then, uh, and then uh, Sean, where can they find you, man? Uh, RGT85 on the interwebs, YouTube's, Twitters, all sorts of places. I go watch him. Go watch him raid at, rage out about a robot. About cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, and then uh, Max Dreamcast guy. Hey man, where can they find you? YouTube.com slash Dreamcast guy. Uh, I'm trying to work on a video about PS4 backwards compatibility coming up in the next couple days on the channel. Stay tuned for that. Working on some big reviews as well, but. Uh, most important thing is I'm getting super close to 100,000 subscribers. I'm at 95,000 right now. So help me get to 100,000 uh, as promised. When I break 100K, I'm going to be doing a 24-hour live stream where I just sit there playing one game until I lose my mind on camera. Please don't die. Drink water and stuff. That's well, actually, I, I've done one once before, so I actually know a lot of the tricks. Like don't drink energy drinks. <laughs> that stuff makes yeah. you crash. So yeah. What? Uh, I guess we do need somebody to raid if anybody had anyone in mind. Uh, let me check real quick. We'll get you guys somebody to to go bug to uh, go bug. See who's alive right now. Thanks to uh, thanks to our mods, uh, we had Rax the Great. He was uh... Abaddon's live. If you oh, cool. Him. We can go do that. That'll work. Um, thanks to Rax. I saw Smash JT in there as well. Uh, thanks to our moderators. Um, oh, and then Rax has uh, SNES nostalgia as well. Let me see. We can have two then. Um, that'll be fun. That way people can pick. Um, so uh, I guess uh, OJ, do you have um, the uh, the link for? Yeah, I just put it in the group chat. Oh, let me grab it. Let me see. Um, group chat. There we go. Aha. So uh, Rax will drop a link for um, 
uh, SNES nostalgia, and then I dropped the link there for uh, Avadon. So you can go, you can go bug either one. Just let them know that uh, the spawn spawncast sent you guys. And I guess that's gonna do it for tonight. And uh, we'll be back, of course, next uh, next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Hopefully, with a whole bunch of stuff to go over and talk about based on what happens this week, since we will be uh, eclipsing the Nintendo investors briefing. Um, which hopefully tells us all new numbers and hopefully maybe a little insight into Pokemon. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, with that, guys, we'll see you next time.